Check, check. Okay. Now it looks like we're getting some sound. This might be a little loud. I don't know. Looks a little loud. I don't have a stereo. I'm going to have to edit That's this. A second story. A second story. Oh, look at it. It's just getting small to its regular size where it is. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. They exhumed his, his grandfather. Mmm. The old whatever he had done. Oh, that's right. The fucking, the old prof. All right. Uh, oh, let's save that for Stupid. this. Stupid. So fun. Whew. And then the fucking weird ancient Aztec crystal skull fucking Indiana yes. Jones oh, shit. Oh, really yeah, all right. Stop. All right. Stop. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it maybe pterodactyl uh, or what kind yeah, of? Yeah, yeah. Stop. All right. We'll get there. God damn, that's really loud. Seems really loud. Should we turn? Yeah, how, how does Seems that? Seems really loud. How does that help? Seems really loud. Hmm. Seems really loud. Can we, test, can test. we correct that in post-production? I think it's probably going to have to be. All right, that looks reasonable. I don't know if turning that knob does anything. I don't know. But I will note that at one hour, one minute and 15 seconds. Note. All right. How many this house is movies did we get? No idea. Four? Oh, jeez. Yeah, there was a box set. Anyway. Ugh. Note about production. While you testing. We should do this offline, but yeah, this is going to be part of the show. This is a podcast. <laughs> Get down with it. All right. Are we ready? Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the Chainsaw Bar. I'm your host, Mike. We've been off for a while because we were living, doing things. Slacking. Slacking. Mostly slacking. Some plumbing. Not plumbing. Flooring in the bathroom near the plumbing. That's a lot of what we've been doing. I've been doing. That's been my, like... I've been supervising. Yep. So we've been working on that. <laughs> Our downstairs bathroom, I occasionally show pictures of that horror show. Last uh, two podcasts ago, I think I showed a picture of the book stack with all the stuff on it, and it was pretty terrible. Did we mention how you were looking through that book? And because we are so used to the digital age, you tried to expand <laughs> a picture in a book yeah, that was with your sad. fingers. That was real sad. That's like when you know like the internet's taking over your mind. When you're looking at a book, and you know it's a book. I probably did mention that. Because yeah, I made a note to mention it. <laughs> mm. It still cracks me it's up. It's still funny. It's still just funny. Because, like, seriously. I was I didn't think twice about it. I was just looking at the picture and then went down and, like, like tried to expand the picture. I was like, why aren't you expanding? Stupid book. <laughs> this is why you're irrelevant. Print's dead. Oh, my God. You don't expand <laughs> my fingertips. <laughs> right, oh, right. my goodness. What madness. Uh, well... We've seen a lot of things since, like, uh, last time we came in here and talked. We got the room, hopefully, vibrating, bouncing sounds and shit like that, because we can't afford big, spongy, special sound rooms. So, that's the sound you get. Yep. 
You get the sound of our high ceilings in the yeah. old Edwardian farmhouse. Mm-hmm. Bunch of You're binding welcome. wall binders, which I've painfully rebuilt a little bit so they close that way at least. Then you get the cats just knocking shit around in the background. Sometimes you'll hear tink, tink, and that's usually a cat. Or you'll hear a mystery just hacking a loogie over on the floor over there trying to... Uh, I didn't see her. I don't think she finished it, but hmm. that was gross. And then you went out and smoked, and then now here we are at the bar, relaxing. I'm about to talk about some horror movies for a change. It's been a hot minute. It's... Should we mention the other, like, news of the day? Oh, God, I don't know. What's the news of the day? Ding, ding, ding. Well, today's a good day. It's June 1st, so happy Pride, everybody. Pride's fun. Hell yeah. Happy Pride to all of our LGBTQA two-spirit people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all gravy. Love it. Um, um, Sadly, Tina Turner passed away last week, everybody. Everybody cheered. Everybody cried. <clears throat> I think universally, like... The world is just an absolute mourning over that. Like, even people who never post about celebrities or whatever, she just touched so many people. It's such a strong survivor story. You know, she was such an inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Tina is just like, was such a badass. Just to take herself out of that situation and make her own way and then become such a fucking superstar. And yeah. then eventually just say, fuck America, I'm out. <laughs> you can go live in Sweden, Switzerland. Switzerland. Somewhere cooler than this place. Somewhere cooler than this place. And yeah, become a Buddhist. That's so respectable. But, Respect. so, and, and you know what? We can talk about this here because for one thing, it is relevant to horror because, I mean, does Mad Max fall into horror? Yeah. In yeah. a way. I mean, it's, 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 it's a dystopian action. science fiction action movie, but come on. The Thunderdome was pretty pretty brutal. Oh, yeah. All the kids and, and, oh. and Tina Turner, just by virtue of being a Tennessean, mm. you know. Damn. What part of Tennessee was she in from? I didn't know uh, that. She's from Nutbush, Tennessee. What the hell is that? song, Nutbush City Limits. Uh, I'm not sure, actually, if it's Appalachia or if it's on the other part of the state, but I'm close not, enough. Like thinking like about look at, mids. Uh, with that, it's probably mountainish. Because they are real original in naming their fucking areas. It's like nut bush. Yeah, there's a nut bush over there. That's a nut tree. No, that's bush. Fuck you. The South, man. Hold on. We're going to find out where nut bush, Tennessee is. I don't want Google Maps. Hmm. Okay, let me just say. Where is but, nut bush, Tennessee? While she's doing that, this episode, we're going to be talking about some movies mostly. We might get Gene online. About five minutes ago, he tried calling, but... He's been kind of busy, so we might get him on. I might try calling and see if he answers. He's within the range of being awake for a little bit. Did you get my drink, you little gnat? What the hell? Gnats uh, and drinks. Not cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, we're going to get a couple things. We're talking Actually, about... it's north of Memphis. Northeast, so oh, probably a... not Appalachia. No, that's... But close enough. That's southern, but it's way out there. It's kind of almost yeah, midwestern. It's, it's close to Arkansas. And close to Missouri. Ew. And whatever other state. Kentucky. But close to Kentucky. Kentucky's cool. Actually, I was about to go, ew, but I was like, no, Kentucky's yeah, cool Kentucky's, as shit. Kentucky's still Appalachia. Yeah, that, Kentucky's still <laughs> southern. They still southern. They got great barbecue. It's weird. Oh. Weird Well, weird I mean, barbecue. so there's Knoxville. There's Nutbush. 
so way oh, yeah, west about, of Knoxville. That's about six hours drive. Probably park. just outside of what is considered Appalachia. Yep, not Appalachia, sorry, not Bush. No, too close to Arkansas, which is the flattest fucking place I've ever been. Gross. I've never been through Nebraska, though. I heard that's worse. It's a high plateau. Yeah, it's quite flat as <laughs> shit. It was, used to be under an ocean. Remember Whatever. driving into Arkansas on accident? When yeah, we went to Memphis? Boring to shit. Graceland? Like, wow, look, I can see Tennessee over there. Um, and then look, there's Memphis way over there. And then, like, I and can all of a sudden Florida. there were no see, more black people. I can see Florida from here. It's so flat. There, there were like... Arkansas scared me a little. <laughs> Arkansas was uncomfortable. We just we just accidentally drove into Arkansas. We were looking for a Waffle House around Memphis for breakfast, and we thought, well, if we keep going, we're in the South. We'll hit a Waffle House. Hopefully. We did not. We drove out to Bumfuck, Arkansas, before we found a breakfast place. It was called the Iron Skillet, and. Uh, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah. Was and then we drove down to back to to Tennessee to go try to hit the Jack Daniels Distillery, but they were closed because it was a Sunday, <laughs> and it's a dry county. We got to look in the windows, just stare up sadly at the stuff. Yeah. Like, there's a statue. There's cool stuff, but it's just like damn, yeah closed. And if, like, if y'all ever think you're gonna go hit the Jack Daniels Distillery in Lynchburg. Just know Lynchburg is in a dry county, and the distillery is closed on Sundays. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. It's surprising. It was disappointing as shit, because it was like a nice, almost early afternoon, mm-hmm. and it was just closed. I'm like, what? But then we we drove down to Tunica, or is that what it's called? Tunica? Oh, yeah, Tunica. Tunica, Mississippi. Was that the Graceland trip? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fun. Did a little gambling. Kind of broke even. Nothing interesting. Nothing... We paid for our little vacation or weekend with the with the uh, casino oh, there. Oh, that's right. Because you spun like two dollars and hit like five hundred. Yeah, so that was yeah. We did break even on the whole weekend actually. Yeah, that's fun. But this was years ago when you could go on vacation for five hundred dollars in a weekend. Yeah. This is like more than twenty years ago. Yeah, and stay in Graceland because mm-hmm. they've upped their prices too. Mm. But uh, wow, jeez, I got no Graceland talk. <laughs> 10 minutes wow but yeah wow that was a fun trip we that was the time we stayed in the heartbreak wasn't it mm-hmm. yeah yep good times looked at the wall went on tour we didn't go in the airplanes but we looked we did. at did we we went oh. in the one jet oh that's okay we did go in the airplanes yeah because like when i went the first time like you I mean you weren't a couple but like i went i didn't go in the airplanes but i just right. walked everywhere yep <laughs> Yep, yep, yep. Graceland. Fun place, man. Yeah. That's where I found out that fried peanut butter and banana sandwiches are not a good thing to eat. (laughs) I do never want, I never want to, it was an experience I had to have for Mm. Elvis, but I will never do it again on purpose. Man, I love them. They're all right. (laughs) And I love a banana sandwich. I love a peanut butter or banana sandwich. Even worse, I love a mayonnaise and banana sandwich. Ooh. It sounds gross, but don't knock it until you tried it, y'all. Unless the like, unless the bread is covered in mayonnaise and that's how it's fried, not in the middle. No, it's not fried at all. Oh, well, that's not fried all this. No. Yeah, it's the frying of the peanut butter and banana sandwich that grossed me out. Oh man, that it was, was greasy. Tasty. Like I ate banana peanut butter and banana sandwiches growing up all the time because yeah, my dad would not let like sugar things in our house, so it was like 
if I got honey on a on a peanut butter sandwich, oh, that was a good fucking day. Yeah. But it was like sugar stuff. Nope. Nope. You can have sliced bananas. Hmm. Well, you know I'm doing that. Dad. I'm going to put in the damn peanut butter sandwich. Well, I mean, just understand that a lot of us rebelled against this policy in weird ways. Like my brother, Dylan, would make sugar sandwiches with just a slice of bread, <clears throat> white sugar, and another slice of bread. Oh, it's like the pixie stick sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, very LHD. Very white bread and pixie <laughs> stick dust. Well, we didn't have white bread, but... Yeah, well, it didn't matter. You can make it with whole wheat, with whole grain bread. Like yeah. my parents were pretty. Uh, my dad was pretty uh, West Coast hippie with the uh, the whole grains and the mm. no refined sugars and stuff like that. My stepmother was worse. I didn't know there was white bread, uh, brown bread until I was in my twenties. Jeez, man. I was like, I wonder bread's cool, but then, like we just get bunny or we get brown IG, white G, IGA sliced. No, no, was I it. was like, and I was, I think I was Generally, one of the like, only kids back then who was raised that way where I grew up because I remember like huddling over my sandwiches in the cafeteria if I packed a sandwich so the other kids wouldn't make fun of the color of my bread. So weird. Such bread Nazis. Seriously, bread racists. Fuck. Jesus. Wheat bread's good, man. White anyway, bread's good. It's all good. Before we incorporate the carbs, the possible Gino, what do we know about this movie we watch called House Two? And House you just read Two, it. the sequel to House, right, which we've discussed on the podcast before. It was wonderful. House Two, did we? House. Well, we discussed the the original. The first one, yeah. We're talking about House Two now. Yeah, we're talking about House Two. Yeah, they made That's a sequel. The details, my dear. All of them? I thought just, we were just gonna basically say like, here yeah. it is, like the house. You already dug them up, so we might as well enjoy them. Yeah, but now I've gone on to Netbush, Tennessee, and oh man, that's deep diving, no Tina. That's awesome. Love <laughs> Tina Turner. But um, just um, House Two. Directors and yeah. Okay. Main stars Ethan Wiley was the director. Ethan Wiley. Hmm. Um. And that was the only star. Yeah. The director. Like, basically. What was the concept of House 2? Because, like, I'm... The concept was the guy goes to his family's house where his parents were murdered, apparently, when he was a child, and they go in there and start partying. Right. Is he right? He's a writer. He's trying to write, too, I think. Was he a writer, too, or was he a musician, and his girlfriend is a musician, and the sleazy... Music producer shows up. That may have been it. Yeah. I'm it trying to remember it, but it was like... They, it wasn't Bill Burr. It was Bill, the guy from the Monka Jungle. That guy. Oh, Bill Maher. Bill Maher. God, Yes, playing a comparably Another. sleazy character to his character in uh, Cannibal Women in the Avocado Jungle of Death. Yep, super um, sleazy. And he gets a girl. What dick. Anyway, they, they end up fighting like some weird... Aztec, Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones shit, and digging up his dead great-great-grandfather, or however many greats, who is, um, for some reason, uh, brought back from the dead, but kind of, kind of still looks like a corpse. But it's a costume party, so let's bring him out to party. Mm -hmm. And then they open a portal to 
like some ancient Aztec jungle, Amazon yeah. jungle fucking, uh, but also like prehistoric creatures and alien creatures are there and they're all hunting them because they all want this crystal. Yeah, the prehistoric one was fun because there's this giant guy. He gets the skull. He comes into the party all beefcake, fucking humongous guy. Mm-hmm. He beats the shit out of like some rando, throws some other dude, grabs the skull. He's prehistoric, but there was definitely like a pterodactyl, right? Yeah, he's a prehistoric guy. And pterodactyls were together at the same time in his damn Right, in this past. dimension. Yeah, but I think it's the past, actually. It's supposed to be It's the supposed past. to be, but yeah. Yeah, yeah really, really um, <laughs> unlikely scenario. So just, you know, a good time of a, good, a film. A good, fun film. Land of the Lost kind of feel there. Yeah, a little bit Land of the Lost feeling. They get a pterodactyl. Pterodactyl's cute. They get that weird little alien worm creature. Oh, yeah. Worm dog. Worm dog. I, oh, I, I, don't, worm dog. I don't know what it... It's <laughs> what a worm it's dog. Like, it's it, a damn worm dog. Basically, right? Yeah, it's a worm dog. It's cute. It's a worm dog. It was fun. It's cute. It draws in the kids to a horror weirdness movie. <laughs> yeah, House 2. House 2. Warm 10 dogs. out of 10. Recommend. Second house movie I've seen in that franchise. I think there were a couple more that came after it. Yeah, so far, like, the first one was great. The second one was great. So far, they're batting 100. So that's amazing. <laughs> out of uh, 100. Fuck off. I was going to say, is it... The term batting a thousand. Like, I think it is like five hundred <laughs> baseball. And you know baseball. we don't follow baseball. There's our proof that we don't know that we're talking about baseball. I, but, I very rarely <clears throat> use sports metaphors, and when I do, it's usually boxing. It's definitely batting a hundred out of it. There it is. <laughs> but yeah, fucking house two was so fun. Like the the Cadriel great 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 X X dollar fucking thousand grandpa that was an explorer guy that was a gold miner that was an explorer. That found the skull. He was a blast. And it's kind of sad, but it's just like, ah, I'm here. And he's still just fun to listen to. He doesn't get, he starts getting a little bit youngerish because he's closer to the skull and the skull's there and everything's under control. And it's all about Crystal Skull. So, whatever. And his enemy is trying to get the yeah. skull back, too. So, there's yeah. this whole dynamic of his, like, best friend was a him. His enemy. Blah. It was weird. Boy, don't you know. That's how things sometimes run when you get a free crystal skull and then both of you think you should own it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to only keep one of you alive forever. And then... Shit. Other scenarios can also ruin friendships, but okay. <laughs> that, that particular <laughs> friendship where it's like I'm alive, but I'm still getting, my body's still deteriorating. It's right, awesome. Right. It's like, I'll live forever, but I'm deteriorating, and look at me. No, no, no. So good. Yeah, that was such a fun film. Loved House 2. We got two more to go on House 3 and 4, apparently. And we'll come across those. Probably nice. hit Orbit and pick up the damn box set, or just pick up them in tandem here, there. From Mars DVD, they sell a bunch of shit on the internet, and I tend to buy I tend to buy things from Mars DVD on eBay. They tend to have. We're not them. endorsed by any of these businesses, by the way, y'all. Nope. We're just being honest. Being honest, Mars DVD, they were they've always been good to me. They sell on eBay. They're eBay sellers. I don't even know if their shit's real. I think they made burners. Fuck, I don't care. We'd but, have to tell you if we were being paid by them, aren't we? Oh, yeah. It's like, we've been endorsed by blah, blah, blah. But no, we are not getting paid anything. Like, our bank account for this podcast is still at $2. We've moved up. 
Like that boost here uh, last month where we got like 80 listens like out of the blue put us up to two bucks. From man, we got almost 30 cents. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's right. a podcast. I don't know. This is mostly for the kids. The future alien kids. Mm-hmm. We love you. And um, that's our review of House 2. Check it out. If you can find a copy, bootleg it, take it, get it. If you have to trade a can, can of beans for it. If this is a post-apocalyptic world and you got the device and create electricity and can watch a film on screen that you fucking somehow got, check out House 2. It's amazing. Yeah. You'll love it. It'll make you wish you had a house of your own that was all Aztec fucking stonework and ridiculous shit. Aztec stonework in the house. In the, like, you know, gothic mansion. <laughs> With the stained glass. And it's mm-hmm. like, what the shit? It kind of resembles the first house, but it's all, like, Aztec stonework. South American, like, stone statuary fucking... Uh, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That house is insane. I wish our house looked like that sometimes, but I'm good. Our house is pretty cool. Our house is pretty cool, but like dusting that would be such a nightmare. Because like all the faces, you'd have to dust all the faces. Yeah. So many I different. mean, dusting this is a nightmare. I. And it's I'm, only a box. I'm so glad Vincent's back. Oh, he can reach. Yeah. No, he was showing me up today because I showed him my new duster I had to buy since he went to Idaho. Which mm. telescopes to like six feet tall. Oh yeah. And is um, Swiffer? actually, it is. Mm. Um, and he was like, "Okay," Shh. closes it back down, and gets like in here, in the living room where the ceilings are like nine feet tall. Yep. Just walking Just around the off. regular thing. I was like, "Man, fuck you." Must be nice. Must be nice. <laughs> Alright, moving to must be nice, here's our weird segment. I was going to bring this up. This is kind of like a weird thing that we hit on slightly but really didn't cover in the last podcast. But I want to (sighs) emphasize it because we're reviewing a movie which we have not fucking finished called I'm Only Joking. We're watching this movie called, called I'm Only... I'm just fucking with you. I'm just fucking with you. Yeah, we're watching that. I'm Only Joking is a Congo song. Check it out. But, um, fucking A. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, we it's good. Be, it's good. We but shouldn't get into should, that until it, we finish watching it. It shouldn't take six watches to get us through it, but, I don't know. Sometimes, like, we start watching, it's like, oh, let's finish watching a movie damn Russ said watch. And it's like six times now we've tried finishing it. We restart. I think we watch started only three times. Maybe three. Yeah. Probably four. Three, but, three more realistic. I don't know. It's a, it always hits a weird time where it's like, man, I've been drinking all day because it's been a great day. And it's like, yeah. It's like, I got for it. Well, let's party. Let's we relax. also haven't finished watching Rock and Roll Frankenstein. I did finish watching Rock and Roll Frankenstein. You keep saying that. I didn't finish watching. Yeah, you're you're on the fence about it. We'll cover Rock and Roll Frankenstein. We went to Orbits this past week, last uh, about a week and a half ago, probably. Like we had to pick up our boy from damn the airport. He came back from some godforsaken damn wasteland of Idaho, I suppose. Mm -hmm. And we picked him up in the Ash Vegas. It was fun. Like, it gave us a chance to leave early, like, on my days off, and go hit orbit, and grab a burger and some stuff, and have some food. 
barbecue, I think. I had the fish tacos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we had some stuff, good stuff at Westville Pub. Oh, but they're, they're fried okra, y'all. Bang. <sighs> that dipping sauce. Ooh, man. The fried okra was popped. Like, even coldish, it was still popping with that dipping sauce. Yeah. Yeah. That it's was like good. It's kind of, almost like a remoulade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that was so good. Like, you know, we were still, it was just one of those things, like, I don't need to eat this, but, like, I do want to dip it up the bite. It's hard to one. not keep eating fried okra. I know. Especially when it's got a nice dipping sauce. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's that dipping sauce. Gonna, oh, and this is a tasty thing. I know this tastes good. I'm going to remember that. There's a place here in Silva that does a real good uh, okra appetizer um, down at uh, Guadalupe Cafe. With the peanut dipping sauce, it's almost like a Thai peanut, Ooh. and like kind of almost a curried fried okra. They don't yeah. bread it so much. Mm. It's not like your traditional uh, southern fried okra. Oh, okay. But I've never, you never, seen, you've never had their I've fried never okra. Had that. No, it's, it's an I, on the appetizer list. I didn't even see that. No. Okay. Well, the next time you're just downtown, I'm like, fucking, I need to get me some fried okra. I need me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Because that place is, that. that place got the cool mustache guy. <laughs> There's a guy there with a cool ass mustache. If you're ever in Silva, check out the damn Guadalupe Bay Cafe. And if, like, with a little luck, that man is like still making bank and hopefully damn rocking it. That great mustache. Yeah, I, I actually know that guy's name, but I I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> no. But he's um, good. He seems like a good dude. He is a good dude. I got a lot of friends in common, but just never had any occasion to really. He was a loot great damn aficionado, much like myself and my family. So there was that. He means aficionado. Aficiendigo. Whatever. Quinoa. Quinoa. There we go. Anyway. Yeah. What loop cafe and their fried okra? I gotta check that out. Yeah. Like Westville Pub's fried okra and their damn rumelade damn dipping sauce. Banging. Mm-hmm. Bam. Bam. So then we went to Orbit's and went through their... Everything. The cheap section. I went through the cheap section because that's me. I'm a, I'm a fucking thrift store junkie. And they're quite a thrift store for movies. For movies, yeah. So uh, the ones that I picked up were none of which I'd seen. Uh, Rock and Roll Frankenstein. <laughs> it's so cool, the box. Yeah. Uh, Return to Horror High, which we haven't watched yet. Yeah. Nor have we ever seen the first Horror High film. I think I actually did see the higher Horror High, but I'm uh, probably just talking my ass because... Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, you know, maybe not. I've seen a lot of movies I don't necessarily remember. And, um, personal favorite so far, Manborg. Manborg. Bam, 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 bam. And I do want to talk about that. That's our subject of the day. Manborg. Did Russell say if he had watched it yet? He didn't say if he watched or not. Now that we gave him our copy. Loaned. No, yeah, that's right. We loaned him. There ain't no way I'm taking that. I'm giving loan giving away. Oh no. It's no. so good. It's so good. Like it was a box cover, classic VHS box cover purchase. It's like look at this. And you looked at it, like, oh man, that's funny. And then we put it back that we needed to buy three films. I was like, well, I'm going to get that one. Mm -mm. Or what? I went with Manborg. I went back for one of the other ones. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm pretty sure I went back for Rock and Roll Frankenstein or Return to Horror High. But Manborg, I was just like, uh, it, it's called Manborg. Yeah, because 
Yeah, they have a deal where you buy three for, for like, like ten five. bucks or something. Yeah, like five. <laughs> yeah, it's like you get like three uh, Blu-ray uh, DVDs for like I don't know eight or ten bucks. Like three DVDs for eight or ten bucks. Seriously, it's less than eight or ten bucks. Yeah, it's it's they, like five or six bucks. Yeah, it's not it's expensive. ridiculous. But it's just like all right, I want that one. I want that one because that's kind of like those. Asian tartan extreme films, which are just goddamn horrible to watch. It's like a Tuesday morning, like, all right, it's Tuesday morning, let's torture myself. Like, let's watch them, old boy. And then that's what he was after. That's my game. Like, I went for the, the movies with the trashiest titles and covers, and because that's how I roll. But that was just but what I pulled out. I was like, look so, at this. We found look at this. Look at this. This is insane. Manborg. But I was like, I don't want that. I'm not sure I do want that, but I'm not sure because I've already got three. And then I found another thing for five, like this, the sale. And then it's like, you grab Manborg. We're at, we're bring Manborg. It's like, you grab Manborg. I'm getting... And then you added another one. Well, and that was just based on the cover. Like, seriously, if I had realized the production company was Astron 6 who put out so much good shit well I've only seen a couple things but those things were the editor <laughs> and PG Psycho Goreman which you know I fucking loved yep. we've talked about both of these films on here yeah that's the production after we got it home we realized it's like oh wait this oh wait is it's that because there's that guy yeah that, that was the the editor and the and the dad and Psycho Goreman Yep. Anyway, Manborg, long story short, as the name would suggest, you kind of got like a RoboCop thing happening. Yeah, some post-apocalyptic kind of thing going on. Yeah, kind of uh, android-human hybrid, post-apocalyptic, but like Nazi demons. Demons, that's it. No, vampire, Nazi, demons. Um... You know, basically putting people into, like, again... Um, a lot of shit going on there. With well, the bad I mean, guys. like Thunderdome kind of situations. Oh, yeah, there's a whole Colosseum fucking thing. And then Manborg makes friends and, like, the badass chick and her punk rock and, for some reason, Australian brother... She isn't. She doesn't have an Australian accent, but her, like, supposedly twin brother does. Something like that. Uh, and and then, weird. like, my favorite. I there was so much good about this film, and it's so trashy, it's, and I love it. It's um, like but, it doesn't even actually. It was never filmed on a set. It was just hundred percent CGI. Seriously, on a green they like, had a. <laughs> production budget. $1,000. Even if you're in Canada, I don't care. But let me just say, like, there is a character who is like the the ninja badass character. His name is Number One Man. First of all, Number One Man is the name of a character. Number One Man. Adam Brooks, the guy who I was saying was in PG Gorman, and and he's like one of the top people at Astron 6. Um... His character's name is Dr. Scorpius. What was the main... Oh, it was, it was Draculon, right? Draculon. Draculon is the main villain. <laughs> it's just... And for some reason, all of this works 
so fucking well. And it looks like you're watching a comic book or a graphic novel. It does feel like that. And every time number one man talks, they had a, a different guy do a voiceover. So his lips are all out of sync like you're actually watching a kung fu movie. Yeah, that's classic been, kung that's fu been theater dubbed over. From the fucking 90s, 80s. I'm not kidding. They get... It, it just... It checks all the boxes for <clears throat> and me. And the fact that the damn kung fu guy looks just like a straight up fucking... Everything he does, everything his acting, everything... Everything he does is a straight up fucking Mortal Kombat one. Yes. Put into the, the movie, it's like, yes. all right, that's damn. Uh, that's fucking. And he never damn, has a shirt. Yeah, never have a shirt. He's got the long strap, damn belt thing, um, and it's just like, let's go. And then it's like, you're Asian. You don't sound like that. You're gonna say that in like Mandarin or something, aren't you? Mm. It's like, no, let's go. Okay, USA. And it's just like, fuck. Yeah, it's like the voice you. is the perfect it's so dubbed wrong. over kung fu voice. Yeah, yeah. Or any it's kind like, of yeah. <laughs> I crush you. Yeah, it very much, and you really do get big like Mortal Kombat energy. Yeah, because it also feels kind of like a video game a lot of the time. Yeah, because that's like the production; it's all green screen. But are, he's a shirtless guy with the damn kung fu, fuck, the Mortal Kombat pants. I can't remember those two characters' names. Like, fucking... You got damn uh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage mm -hmm. is, like, shirtless. He pulls up the glasses. Yeah, he's more of a Johnny Cage kind of character, but... Whatever. Like, that kind of pants, but with the damn belt. Yeah, totally fucking awesome. And then there's a the damn... The fucking demon cyborg that's in love with the dude. Oh my main God. extra girl. That <laughs> was like... that was so funny. He's no, he's one of the vampire <clears throat> demons, and he yeah. only has the cyborg guys because <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna say why. But it does tell you, and it's very funny. Um, but his interactions were so. He's fun. like so like in love with the uh, the badass female character. Mm -hmm. It is just trying to be like cool every time he sees her. It's so dorky. Such I really loved Manborg. This is my love letter to Manborg. Heart, <laughs> heart cover. Yeah. I I loved Psycho Goreman. Um, I might like this actually more. This one and actually like production quality for whatever reason, it seems better to me because Psycho Goreman had those lighting issues. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that did feel weird. It kind of put you out. It took you out of the scene. It it felt like, yeah, like if I could see what his what all because the, they obviously like spent money on the costuming, but if you could see it, that would be cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, fucking goddamn Manborg. They actually that's probably like their upgrade to him, Psycho Goreman because they went cheaper. And like this the, is like the cheapest movie I've ever I've never heard of a budget that low. No. Like, cause what was what was um, the uh, Robert Rodriguez one? Oh, jeez, I'm just drawing a blank. I'm just going back to Clerks. Clerks cost less than like 100k. Yeah, but I'm thinking which is a big Robert... deal. But it's a black and white. God damn it! But the Robert Rodriguez, like, I know it was like a thirty thousand something dollar budget. Yeah, um, and I he can't... did it out of love, and it turned out good. This is, like, really bad, really gorgeous, 
really stupidly sci-fi, super... You're, you gotta go into this film thinking, Manborg is what? Mariachi, El Mariachi. Is El Mariachi. I'm thinking of that had like a 30-something thousand dollar budget. Yeah. And so far, that's like the cheapest budget I can think of, like, to mind, right? Mm-hmm. For a, a good film. There's a lot of probably, like, Apple fucking people filming on their Apple phones mm-hmm. now, which is cool. It's sure. like, I haven't seen any of them. I don't know, like, how to see those films because we're kind of fucking unintouched with Apple phones or now people filming I mean, movies on their phones. But... but it's a thing. People are out there making movies on the phones. Mm-hmm. Or series, TV shows, wife like YouTube things, and that's fucking awesome. There's probably like a great number of horror movies that are being done with people's phones now because your phones are just as good as any damn. I'd say it, but any damn if film you know, recorder from the 1970s and early 80s. If if you know how to use it, absolutely. If you know how to use it, yeah, definitely. It's but way yeah, I mean, this inspires me because, like, Russell's got a green screen. <laughs> After seeing the damn fucking Manborg, it's like, we can make a whole post-apocalyptic world and just roll with it, probably. And then if we can figure out the damn that, Ooh, yeah, we I'm just film you. in the room and it's like, Jesus. The sound probably so is fun, still So fun. So that was, a, you know, based on that one film... Yeah. That was a worthwhile trip and money spent at Orbit's. Um, so good. Yeah, thanks, Orbit. You guys, that, that just, like, also, somebody's selling you Shutter, that. Also, dropping the ball and not putting Mamborg on there. You're obviously willing to put on Astron 6 films. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I probably should. I'll shoot them a text and say, <laughs> why did you have Mamborg on here, man? Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, our listeners, I tell people, like, about Mamborg and check I, it out. I can't. Sing the praises of Manborg enough because the, it just, all the stuff. It checks all, it. all the boxes. So many boxes are checked. All of it. Like the acting is None of so own... purposefully bad. Mm-hmm. And that takes a really good actor. To pull that off. Yeah, to because... pull off being a really bad actor. Because you have to take yourself out of yourself and then put yourself yeah. back into another self. There, there is some kind of level of method acting where you are devoid of ego <laughs> yep and that's our review of manborg like uh solid that's actually probably a solid 10 out of 10 i'm yeah. giving that yeah because so. i haven't seen a film that made me feel that Claim good it and receive it in faith you receive it like you watch it but you don't go into it with something else this is a green screen don't, entirely movie don't go into it expecting like some deep message either don't expect even going into it thinking it's going to have like some trauma level you know suggested uh social message although it's probably there but that's not (laughs) what makes it enjoyable (laughs) And that's, it's, it's there, but like, that's for you to damn interpret on your own damn level. They, right, didn't, sure. they didn't intend that. They just made this fucking crazy movie on green Yeah, screens. there just happens to be Nazis that end up being vampire demons. And, I mean, how else would things happen? Um, so funny. So. And, yeah, it's like, if you if you could see her recording this, she raised her arms up really big and wide. It's like, what? Come on. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that was my big 
Yep, arms flailing in the air. <laughs> but that's Manborg. Check it out. It's fucking definitely worth checking the fuck out. It's so good. <laughs> it's a green screen. It's like it should be one of your fucking um, sometime watches, maybe, or some. Make it sometime one of your films to watch during a certain year, like like spring, your fall, or. Also, Whatever. outside of, like, the gore factor, I'd say it's, like, pretty kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of, like, there's there's no sex. There's, there's no some, sex. there's some you know, flirtation. But there's no boobs or tits or ass, there's so there's no, that. There's no, like, there's there's some, quite a lot of violence. A lot of blood. CGI a lot of, violence. A lot of fake blood. A lot of fake blood. And but all in all, it's like, it's the good guys fighting against the bad guys. All classic G.I. Joe kind of fighting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lots of laser blasting and shit like that. But There's the one scientist who did a bad thing and wants to redeem himself, which is very, you know, World War II mm -hmm. or post-World War II um, thematically. So, yeah. Uh, man board. You know, depending on what you're comfortable, if your parents, hmm. your kids might think it's lame though if they don't have your sense of humor. In which case, you failed as a parent already. So I don't know how to how to backtrack that for you. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure what to say about that, but I'm just fucking with you. Alright, so let's jump to the next thing. Let's see. Um, Fun? We... Mm -hmm. No, let's jump to this weird factor. Alright, Maddie used to work in hotels. So let's jump into this weird factor. We, a lot of us, we've seen hotel horror films. Motel Hell and shit like that. Like fucking, alright, there's a motel. You stop in it. Psycho, and famously. Psycho, yes. Damn, cut me off, thank you. Mm, and the uh, Norman fucking shit. And just classic fucking damn roadside motels mm -hmm. just crazy shit but maddie pointed out we she said it in the last podcast i believe well no actually we talked no. about it after the show but there's a unspoken word about things and she called it the two mile rule that's, and what the hell's that that's what my dad called it but it wasn't really specific to being in the hotel or motel or hospitality industry um it was just my dad's version of southern manners was to say uh don't say something where somebody can hear you and you get your ass kicked that's fair um so in that film that we didn't finish watching we still like the fourth or fifth watching we got finished watching seriously yes. it's it's good we just haven't finished watching it but it's called um I'm just fucking with you. It had a preface to that, didn't it? I'm Something pretty sure it was another. a Congo song, wasn't it? Fuck off. Anyway, um, yeah. I'm just fucking with you. It has something before that, though. Hold on, I'm going to look it up. But anyway, the guy is kind of a fucking internet troll, the main character. Yeah. It's like one of those people who just goes around trolling people. And then, like, leaving bad Yelp reviews <clears throat> and stuff like this. And he does it while he's at the hotel after he's noticed there's something wrong 
about the bartender's behavior. Okay, the series is called Into the Dark. Into the Dark. Into the Dark, Season 1, Episode 7. I'm just fucking with you. And yes, it's an episode, which mm. is, I don't, how long is it? I don't even know. I'm embarrassed that we haven't finished it. It seems really long. It seems really long. Anyway, yo, people, you're staying in a hotel and you think that the, the staff are weird? Don't get on your laptop using their Wi-Fi <laughs> to start dissing their establishment. That is just, like, have some sense of self-preservation, please. Right? You'd think. You'd think. People are just fucking... It, it's like, you know, you get in your car or behind your screen and all of a sudden you think you're invincible. For one thing, it's a shitty way to be because you're being shitty to your fellow human beings and society in general. But just from like the horror movie perspective, you are putting yourself in unsafe situations. Where well, I gotta say, well, I'm not surprised you ended up there. Mm-hmm. Like you say, play dumb games, win dumb prizes. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Otherwise, this film seems very interesting. It's I been just fun. haven't been able to finish watching it. I can't believe, like, seriously, it's like... We've, we should finish it after we We do should this. already finish watching this shit. But... Now it's already 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah. But... On the show, it's only four or five minutes in. <laughs> so, let's jump to that. Like, we'll finish watching it. It's good. It's fun. It's a creepy setting. It's set in a motel. There's some... Some pretty... Brutal kills so far. Yeah, there's a... Quite so a few far where we were. Good kills. Well, we only saw the one. The other seen, ones were off screen. Yeah, there's a couple off screen, but they're also like just kinda like it's the classic you slipped on your own knife fucking defending yourself fucking kill. I slipped and shot myself with a shotgun kinda kills. Yeah, but he keeps saying that but that didn't really, really happen, you don't think. And you know it didn't happen in that one scene. Because mm. it shows you what happened. Yeah. So Alright. We'll, we'll give you an update when we finish watching it. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you guys go check it out and tell us which... Or actually... Also on Rock and Roll Frankenstein, which I didn't finish watching, but I got it... I gotta say, like, in the middle there, I got kind of like, is this being homophobic or is this just in good fun? And I couldn't decide and kind of walked away from it, and I'll probably come back to it with fresh eyes mm -hmm. and make that determination. So some of y'all don't have to if that's something that's going to trigger you. It might Because I love you. Yeah, there's definitely like a rock and roll heist Frankenstein we picked up. It's a it's a super low budget. And um, I'm trying to think of who the hell did that, but I can look it up real quick. But rock and roll height rock and cock. Rock and cock. Rock and roll high school is a completely different film starring the Ramones. Mm-hmm. And oh, their number one fan. This is yep. DJ Souls. Alright, so an agent, his nephew, and a roadie create a rock and roll superstar using human parts from old, dead rock and roll people. Mm -hmm. Because, like, his nephew 
is a scientist, can use uh, science to recreate and reanimate body parts to their original state. And the anim animated parts will be alive. And he's a pervert. He's a bit of a pervert. He's a... Let's just say... But... No, no spoilers on that? No. No. We just... We're talking about it. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, um, it falls to them, the Frankenstein, the Frankenstein's monster creature, and his journey. And there were some really sweet points there, like when, when the, the scientist, when, you know, he was thinking, uh, what I'm doing is unnatural, and he's like, hey, your body is beautiful, and you're beautiful, and just because you look different from other people. There were like some really good like parenting moments in that film. Yeah. I felt like, you know what? If I had a kid who was having some problems, I'd probably say something like that. Yeah, because of, uh, like I can actually finish a review on this film. Like it was great. It was fun. And like the Rock and Roll Frankenstein bit, if you know Elvis, and he pulls off an Elvis real good. Like, Elvis's uh, brain, fate, head into the head of the monster, he would definitely be like, what the hell? What the hell is going on in my life? Like, I don't like to feel like this. It's like, but I am being drawn that way because of my damn ba-da-ba. -ba. But like, spoilers. Now nah, fuck off. It's a show. Uh, yeah, Rock and Roll Frankenstein. Good show. It's... The parts that are homophobic are definitely weird, but it doesn't really feel as much so because you got to look at the characters. Because you're looking at an Elvis from the 50s up to yeah. the 70s, and he's been reanimated. I'm that Elvis. And his dick is Liberace's dick, who's got apparently Liberace's cock has got its own mind and starts interacting with Elvis's mind because right. little head's gonna try controlling the big head and that's relatable if you're a guy yeah yeah but that that it would make him like a psychotic killer i don't think so i don't think so yeah that doesn't that's a bit much that's a stretch that that was a stretch for me also it was a stretch for me like if you have jimmy hendrix's hands which are left-handed and you try to put that with a right-handed brain How's that going to work out for you for guitar playing? I mean, and musicians and southpaws know what I'm talking about, right? And yes. I have a son who is a musician and a southpaw, so saying this, like, I'm not sure that actually, um, you know, matches up. Yeah, it, it eventually it become the brains over controlling of the hands, because hands don't got I, brains. But yeah. Hands have muscle memory. But they have muscle memory, but they're also still good, and they can still do the things. So, like, you got a damn sushi chef's fucking hands on a damn uh, tractor trailer's fucking driver's fucking brain. You're going to be able to make a damn nice sandwich. But, it's nothing interesting. But, moving that way, um, yeah, eventually it gets real. What kind of sandwich is a, a sushi sandwich? Delicious. Is sushi a sandwich? It can be. Listening public? Yeah, Alright, there we go. There's a question. It's like meat surrounded with a grain. Surrounded by another grain 
preferably with like a damn slathering of Dukes and maybe some mustard and some ketchup squeezed in that damn roasted I mean, grain bun. Is sushi a sandwich? That's no, my question. No, will sushi sandwich? That's the question. No, I'm thinking, is sushi already a sandwich? No. I mean, what was a sandwich before they made sandwiches? Like, you had meat, you had bread. Right. And then somebody had the idea, let's stick that thing between that thing. And I think that this, the same is for the evolution of sushi. Like, there was fish, there was rice. Let's put the fish in the rice. And the only, Boom. The and only, to me, that says sandwich. And the only person that has gotten credit for all this is the Earl of Sandwich. Right? Who is the Earl of Sushi? That's the question. The Earl of Sushi. It's just some We're street... We're going to need to deep it's dive some fucking... Street, it's some street vendor. It's just some street vendor sushi. that hasn't gotten no credit hardly. It's just like I'm he... I'm pretty he, sure this predates street vending. No, that's where the damn sushi came from, street vending. They figured out like, alright, here's a ball damn rice... Boom, here's a piece of fish, go. So it was just like fish, dab it in, wasabi, on a ball of rice, go, get out of my face, here. Yeah, I mean, I actually do know quite a bit about Japanese culture. And that's like from the couple of damn things, documentaries I've read about it. Yeah. It, that's where it originated, street food. It was like they, they would put the the fish in, in salt to preserve it. Yeah, but they'd eventually take it out and stick it just with rice. And then they'd have the rice balls that you would have, and then somebody just was just like, eh. Yep. And they'd slam Put it on that, that shit together. But it was a street vendor. It's just some sushi. random just street vendor guy. I bet it was somebody's fucking mom. No, it was somebody's yeah, mom. Nah, going. I'm just saying it's a street vendor guy. Because it's like, cheap, cheap. Here, street meat. Fucking, here's street meat with a ball of rice. Here's a hot dog. Here's a bun. Get that's it. What? Street vendors. What the fuck are you talking about hot? You're saying that hot dogs in Japan came out at the same time as sushi. No, I'm saying it's the same fucking streets. They're different. Is hot area. dog a sandwich? Hot dog is not. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's the meat between. It's a. The yeah, it's definitely a sandwich. Yeah, it's a sandwich. This is what I'm saying. But it's a hot dog. And it's got its own definition for what it is. And the hamburger. But it's like. Sandwich. You get broth, These are all you sandwiches. Get they're all sandwiches, but I'm not saying sushi's a sandwich. Somebody asks me what my favorite food is. I'm going to say sandwich. Fair. I'm not going to say sushi sandwich, sorry. Nope. Mm. Because it's not encased, it's on top. Like, traditionally, like, all sushi is generally just like, you get a bowl of rice top. and you get the stuff on top. It's not encased. Okay, that is not all sushi. That's all sushi up to modern fucking... Until they learn to roll sushi. Until so roll it's, sushi, it's, yeah. It's unrolled and sushi. Okay. Super new. Super new. Super new in the scheme of things. Yeah, but so is all of it. I'm just saying. But street vendors are always selling damn rice with damn fish. Boom. Rice was fish. Boom. I believe this probably happened in a more rural setting, but that's just my opinion. Cities, man. Cities. That's what it's about. That's where it comes from. All right, let's jump ahead. I was trying to figure out the connections. Should we do the awards or should we do belays? Discussion. Mm, we only have time for one? Mm, no, but yeah, maybe. I don't know. It's about you. How do you feel? It is uh, 1020 at night. I feel... Hold on. 
Bring that ball in here, please. Look it up. Well, we're either going to discuss the uh, 2023 Fangoria Chainsaw Bar Award, Chainsaw Awards, not Chainsaw, or the Boulet Brothers. Shut up. Don't judge me. I am the center of the universe. So I was thinking, since it is the first day of Pride. Okay, now you're going weird. No, maybe. Give me a damn, give me a bam. Stop. Stop. You've got your glass there. Drink it. Stop. Quit being weird. No, no, no. You deserve this. Stop. Quit. I told you. I told you to bring that. But anyway, um, what's the first day of Pride? Today. So, the Boulay Brothers. Okay, there we go. That's what you want to go with. That's I'm perfectly. Going with, like, There's the lineup. Yep. How about some We'll queer? discuss that here in a bit. How about some queer but queer? let's jump to the. Let me type it in. What? <laughs> there we go. Let's see. Ba 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 boom boom boom. Oh, so good. I'm just looking at them pings and stuff. God, such a lineup. <clears throat> Alright, so let's jump into this. Uh, last. Was it last night? Night before last. Last night. We finally sat down and watched the Boulay Brothers Halfway to Halloween TV special, which was released in, on April 25th. So we were a bit behind on that, catching up. So. No, no, no. You should have. Yeah, you should have did this with that, not that with this. Anyway, so we did watch that special. And it's on Shudder. It's a Shudder exclusive because the Boulay Brothers are kind of Shudder exclusive. And god damn, it was good. It just fucking was so good. Alright, don't be fucking mean mugging because you don't get something you want that you should have damn planned for, but whatever. What about the Boulay's special that you like the most? Well, it's just very fun. The, uh, like the, uh, you know, kind of classic, uh, variety show way that they did that. The guests were fun. The stories were fun. Uh, most of the music was fun. Some of it was a little bit weird. Yeah, Barbara Crampton. That was... Let's see what you're looking up here. Um, oh, I just want to hear your ideas, but... Do you? Because you're looking at your phone. <laughs> wow. I'm just looking up. What was her more... Now... Reanimator. Reanimator. Apparently that's it. From Beyond. Chopping mm -hmm. Mall, Puppet Master, Castle mm. Freak. Yeah, she was definitely in Chopping Mall. The bold um, and beautiful, young and the restless, guiding light. Oh shit! Lords of Salem, Beyond the Gate. But yeah, she did it. She did a, a couple things with um, Stuart Gordon. I think Reanimator, and then the the other HP <clears throat> Lovecraft thing. Yeah, but looking at that, that show was. 
is real good. If you guys are going to spend six bucks this month, spend it on a Shutter subscription because it's fucking banging. And I, then, it was really cute, actually. You know, we like... We... This wasn't a, a, a drag-specific thing. Like, the Boulay Brothers normally host Dragula. Therefore, drag uh, competition. But this was... I mean, it had some drag in it, obviously. But not exclusively. It was mostly like little horror shorts and um, and then some musical stuff in between and just like a, like I said, like a like a old time like fucking seventies variety show setting and share show but horror. Yeah. Um <laughs> yeah, a, a very, very fun, very campy. Yeah, very campy. Because like Matthew Lillard's little segment Matthew was Lillard. real campy as shit. Because it was just like, oh. Gosh, I did not know how that was going to go. And our friend's kid walked in our house at that point. He was like 15, but not unaccustomed to horror. Um, or or other stuff. I mean, not like a sheltered kid. But I was just like, hey, this is going to make you uncomfortable. Right. <laughs> but it actually turned out to be like nothing graphic at all. But, uh, but pretty fucking hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was just like the entire, the, the entire set they ran through was just fun. Because mm -hmm. it, it was like, it hit a lot of the tropes, the classic stuff. Mm -hmm. And then it just rolled. It's, some, it's hard to explain. It's something you just have to experience because it just rolled so smoothly. It wasn't like the damn Chainsaw Awards, which are great. But it definitely felt like there were little segments in here and there. Mm -hmm. But it focused mostly on the segments. There wasn't like like awards or nothing. It was just... Or there wasn't an explanation of the holiday of whatever. It was just a fun little damn... It was a fun little romp. Yeah, for real. It makes you get appreciative of the Halloween season, spooky season. Yeah. And I mean, like... They just had a lot of, like, celebrity, uh, by our standards. <laughs> yeah. There was a yeah. lot of famous people in that. Playing, like, little, it was, it felt like Saturday Night Live. Yeah. For yeah, because, like, the little sketches. And, uh, right? Uh, uh but, you know... Like he said, uh, Matthew Lillard was on there. Uh, Kevin Smith. Uh, David Dasmilchen. Uh, Taryn Killiam. Jorge Garcia. Steve Agee. Barbara Crampton, you also mentioned. Felissa Rose doing a great... <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, you know camping thing if you know who that is from uh sleepaway camp one um whoever katya is from rupaul's drag race i don't really watch drag race actually as much as i like drag it's not I, as hate, I, I, I just don't really like competitive shows to tell <clears throat> you the truth i make i make an exception for dragula um Derek Mears, 
Emily Hampshire, and then like some of the regular, uh, there's some of the past uh, competitors on Dragula, mm -hmm. Kendra, Onyx, Coco Kane, and Melissa Be Fierce, and then a couple other, I think uh, they, that band that are actually really good, the Twin Temple Band. Yeah, those guys, yeah, they played some good damn it's something. It was just like they, it fit I think the they room. were. They were on uh, the uh, Shutter Chainsaw Awards too, weren't they? That that maybe because I I've seen them before on Shutter, and I believe that's where. I won't doubt it. Um, but yeah, that was a great. They got a single performance. It was fun. Mm -hmm. It felt like they cut it off a little too soon because they. It seemed like they were doing their fade away, then talking started. But I was like, come on, man, let them finish the song. But uh, maybe they cut it for time. Which was a very clever <clears throat> song. I thought it was clever. Oh, it was a great song. But I mean, it's catchy because, you know, me, I, I love, like, fucking doo-wop music. Mm-hmm. I love doo-wop and soul and rockabilly and all of those old, like, 60s fucking things. That is, like, my favorite also, 60s ska, which is also basically doo-wop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's 100% true. Uh, that's what <clears throat> it is, man. It is what it is. It is. Doo-wop with different drums. Um, anyway, yeah. Uh, but that song was, was clever to me, because... They were basically quoting the book of Revelation, and that was fun. Yeah, you did point that out. How accurately they were just doing a fucking book of Revelations, end quote. Just one revelation. Whatever. <laughs> Any fucking way. That was a fun show. That was a good night. It was like, it was just laughing out loud, just enjoying a damn some just a TV show and it was not there was no pretentiousness about it it was just fun it was just like the way Saturday Night Live could be when it's good just mm -hmm. fun but also if it had more <clears throat> horror <clears throat> if there was more bloodshed on Saturday Night Live yeah if there's more bloodshed on the late night not ready for them big screen guys but Eh, it is what it is. It was awesome. Definitely watch that shit. Man, that's a fun one. It's like, we put it off for so long. It's like, oh, there's a halfway the Halloween special. And then it's like, a week later, it's, uh, should we watch that? And it's like, two weeks later, it's like, yeah, there it is again. And then, like, there oh, there it is. is. Damn, maybe we should watch it. And there it is again. And then, after that, it's like, alright, tonight's night, let's do it. Like, and then it's just like perfect timing. Started in daylight, went into darkness, and it's like, ah, oh, damn, this is way much better than I thought it would be. So it, much better than I thought it would be. It was really good. And it's like, ah, why good the hell do we wait? Why do we hate, wait a month to watch this shit? Damn it. We had plumbing issues, and it was no Mo May. Mm. I don't know. Have you seen my lawn? As they say in the old country. <sighs> yep. 
What is the old country for Native Americans? Benjia. <laughs> it's for the pollinators, baby. For the pollinators. That's why our backyard looks like a fucking meadow. We actually have a prairie happening here. It's gone to seed. The front lawn is getting pretty bushy too, though. Mm. That cocaine grass the damn tried to put on our lawn. Shit's amazing. Seriously. Ugh. I think our... Uh, and, like, for like, the record, I'm a guy who doesn't shave my armpits. Yeah. I'm not much for, for lawn maintenance. I think our, like, unrelated <laughs> to the reality, like, I'm pretty sure our property has been disconnected from the main universe we're living in because the two sidewalks have been destroyed, and I think our property is now disconnected from the main universe now. Shit, fairies or the fae are starting to fuck around and find out, and then... Shit, I need to rebuild those concrete fucking connections. That's all it comes down to. Concrete doesn't repel the fact. It doesn't, but it connects us back to the real world. I'm pretty sure our household is kind of like in a limbo spot now because we're the fair are kind of wandering around a little bit closer. The damn weird animals yeah, are noted. doing shit. The fucking bears and shit are fucking taking our trash. It's like, come on, man. That shit didn't happen. Until... If they actually just roll it down the driveway for the sanitation workers, I'd be cool. Like, the bears awesome. want to, like, help me. Yeah, they do my house chores. Get a couple bites out. Yeah, take that, take that bag of. Go ahead, but yeah. you know where they pick up the recycling. Come on, y'all. If you can drag, come on, Yuna. If you can drag the bin down, the black bin. That's the one. That's the first one. If you drag the black bin down, and then lay it out there, maybe don't smash it too bad, but enough that the sanitation workers can take it and pour it in there. Seriously, probably fine. I'm cool <clears> with that. But I don't know. We're we're kind of like. We're on the edge of the wildlands, of course. We're at the foot of a mountain. But also, well, like, behind us is just wildlands. Like, it's unowned. Just, yeah. Kind of owned, but, like, in, I don't know, if the owner of that property, like, the 4,000 acres behind us, guy actually is alive right now. I think there's he died, and they're trying to sell his properties. Either he died or he's dying, because it's his kin that's trying to sell it. Yeah, so either way, like, behind us now is, like, just wildland. And across the street. And across the street. There's actually, like, yeah, the, 90 acres I'm just something. saying, like, it's, like, around us. And we're we're technically in the city of Silva, but, like, we're also halfway to the wildlands, which is insane, because, like, oh, there's a deer. Fucking deer. God damn it. Mm, there's a bear. There's a bear eating our trash, that motherfucker. Oh, there's a skunk. Oh, there's a skunk. Oh, cute little skunk. Skunks are cute, they see. Mm-hmm. They are cute, though. I'm not going to lie when I say, I'm like, oh, I want a pet. Mm. I want a pet danger kitty. Please Stinky just let me cat. pet you. <laughs> just, like, rub that your little head, baby stuff. bunny in the yard today, you should have seen it. This little tail was the size of a mini marshmallow. Fucking hell. Like one of the small, oh. not... Not many, like, caught, like, in the cocoa mix, but, like, you know, just a little, like, smaller than a dime-sized little cottontail on that cute little motherfucker. Fucking little brown bunny. Like, I'll tell you, because our, y'all, our, our garden got a little late start this year. We had some weird weather back and forth, back and forth. Oh, man. And, we, our uh, blackberry winter and our fucking, um... Dog wouldn't winter so late this year. So I late. mean, they're basically deciding that they don't care uh, what we think. They're just going to do their thing. We have this weird combination. So it was like freeze, burn, 
soak and there was just no way to get things planted at a normal schedule for me like I couldn't figure it out I'm not a master gardener um, so now the turkeys are starting to come around and they're like hey I know normally we stay out of your garden but I see you have sprouts yeah it's like I had to walk out there the other day I was like no just no 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 and when we no. say turkeys we mean wild turkeys they don't raise turkeys a wild turkey like last year you may have heard us talk about the damn turks the cute little turks like two three mamas were walking three, their three hands. 13 little fucking adorable uh, little fucking they were like 13 to begin with and they lost one and i think they end up with like nine yeah little, but little uh, chicks and they're they're so, so fucking cute to watch and they're also like little dinosaurs it's like watching they're kind of formidable they're yeah they're like even like that one that was there last mm -hmm. day. It's looking it's at me like, like I'm looking at you. I can fucking take you, bitch. It's like, all right, are you a damn uh, fucking velociraptor? And you got the head of a velociraptor. Inherently, I'm a little bit afraid of poultry, just because I grew up like very young age on a farm, <laughs> and the geese and chickens would attack me. And the chickens, really? Uh, oh, geese yeah, are no, because my brothers would torment the chickens. Mm. And I was the egg fetcher. Oh. And I never wore clothes until I was like four years old. So, um, except nice. for, you know, on Sunday morning, the rest of the time I was like naked baby around the farm. So, I, there I am. Going in there, and my brothers have tormented these chickens. And I'm supposed to be getting the eggs, and they're attacking me from every which way. And then, like the geese, I don't for whatever reason, the geese would just chase me and goose me. They goose. Would, describe that to the our listeners that may never never have dealt have with never, goose. Have never have never heard the term being goose it's when someone pinches you on the ass and that comes from the fact that geese will actually do that to you when you're a three-year-old child with a naked butt hanging out just trying to go to your damn sandbox to play if there aren't any fire ants in it that day because it's fucking south carolina where there's fire ants gross yeah your butt yeah there you go. i survived so like all, all you that played the goose game in COVID, wherever the hell that goose game was. What was the goose game? No, there was a goose game. That's where you have to pinch somebody on the butt? No, the goose just did dickhead shit. Oh. You were the goose, and you made the goose do dickhead shit. Like, oh. steal somebody's rake, fucking bite somebody, chase somebody. Yeah, hey, what they actually do is, is chase small children and bite them on their naked butt cheeks because their parents are hippies and think, Children should be free and happy, and it's warm here. Gooses are And also, I mean, like, I kind of did that with my children. I let them run free and happy, but I didn't have yeast. Mm-hmm. Did not have yeast. And there you have it. Yeah, geese are goddamn garbage. Did, what the hell do you even They're do with them? They're Why would you grow them? What do you do? Do you slaughter them eventually? Yeah, or eat the eggs. Their eggs are delicious. Oh. Very high in protein. All right. Nice. Very rich egg yolks. There you go. All right. So but also, if, you, if you're if you raising poultry for food, goose is fucking delicious and expensive. That's why you don't see it's them in like the It's like duck stores. plus. 
Oh, duck is so good. You see goose every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's And expensive. it's like, you know, $60 where a turkey is like 15 yeah. Here. Here where we live. I don't know about where y'all live, but... Or where you live in here in the future where you probably, hopefully, don't have to eat them while fucking raise poultry. Oh, my gosh. Hopefully I, you get them genetically You know, I love, I love ducks, so... Whew. I'm not even going to lie. As Duh. much as I hate plucking <clears throat> poultry and fowl, fowl of any kind, mm-hmm. that would almost be worth it to raise ducks and kill them and pluck their feathers out and do the whole blanching thing and all that. Basically, because we raised chickens for not only eggs but meat when I was a, a kid, that is what that was a, a direct catalyst to me becoming a vegetarian at 13 years old for 15 years because I just was not gonna pluck another fucking chicken. <laughs> the smell of it is nauseating, <clears throat> it's, poultry blood is beyond like human blood for me or fish blood. Things that I can handle and will because I'm a menstruating person. And also, sometimes we do catch fish and, and do that. I, I've heard that pig blood is the worst, but I never yes. had to process a pig, luckily, in my life. If you ever have to process a fucking, like, rabbit, like a wild hare rabbit. We don't have hares here, but I'm just saying, like, when I live in Wisconsin... That was like the worst. Mm. Nope. The worst, actually, the worst of the worst for me was um, the first time you ever brought home fresh trout when I was pregnant with Oliver. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh yeah, bring me fish. I want some fish. <clears throat> and tried to get that fish, but had the like pregnancy uh, morning sickness oh, nausea. Yeah. And the smell of that, I was just like, nope, not getting any more fish. I, I can get a fish for days. But that was like, no, 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 not in this condition. I can't. Mm-hmm. Just, you, I'm leaving. You got the fish. I'll come back and cook the fish. Fine. Yeah, cool. Rinse out the smell. Cool, we good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was insane. Open the doors, burn some incense. Yeah, uh, no. Oh, that one I couldn't do. I, I really kind of <clears throat> get weak at the smell of blood anyway, but. Mm. Yeah, it's such a weird smell. The smell of like blood is almost like a weird iron. metal smell. Iron. It's iron, but I'm just saying it's like a weird metal smell. If you don't know what that smell is, it's iron. But it's a weird metal smell. But it's also like kind of funky. And it's just like, yeah, what is that? It's irony, but all right, that's blood. And there you go. It's just. Oh, that smells like my mortality. Oh, fucking Dracula. (laughs) Which brings us to the next segment of our show. What? Dracula? No, Dracula. Dracula. And that Dracula is apparently this. I wrote this notes about last week or two 
because I was uh I got so lazy and didn't do a show. But news. Ding 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 ding. News of the week for the Chainsaw Bar. Ding 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 is gonna be the thing. You don't wanna do the traditional like news thing? Uh, we can it's adjustable. We'll work on it. Alright, mm -hmm. but news in news. Apparently uh the Manzig has taken his film to the Cannes. Cannes? Cannes Film oh. Festival. Drop the... Drop, I mean, drop the S. Can. The Cannes. Drop the... Drops the Cannes? Why would I drop when the Cannes? When it's cans? French, you drop the last consonant. Come on. Why did I drop the Cannes? If it ends in a consonant in French, drop, drop the consonant. If it ends in a vowel in French... Pronounce the last consonant and drop the vowel. I don't think so. Drops the s's like, in my can. French has a lot of useless fucking letters at the end of the words. That's just the way the language works. So can yes, and go. So dropping colors of the flower men, right? From the things. Colors of the flower men. Nope. Nothing's drops and from he is. We got the Manzigs bringing his classics film. Death Rider in the House of Vampires? To Cannes. To Cannes? Really? He's trying to sell it. Why? So he can distribute it. At a prestigious film festival? And to the peoples. At That's what everyone's been waiting for. A high class prestigious film festival? Take it to Slamdance, Glenn. Nope. Take it to Slam Dance. They will love you. Nope. They will help you. But he's taking it to the damn cans. Mm-mm. And you know what? It works. Will you stop, Toki? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Tried to buy a Cinnabon. Too drunk. Too drunk. Took the Death Riders to the cans. So we took the Death Riders to the cans. Tries and sells it. Tries it. and sells it. Hopefully he's dead and then we get master's traditions of said things. We're doing a master's class. Master's class in selling films. In selling films. At cans. Please forgive us, everybody from Metalocalypse. We suck. But we love you. Yep. So much. But there's so news. Much. Okay, that's just... Yep. Colors of the Flower Moon, though. That's got a big uh, thing at uh, Cannes this year. Holmes? They... What? Holmes? Okay, so um, Martin Scorsese <laughs> made a film about Scorsese's. about the 1920s uh, murders in of Osage people in Native America. Was like trying to get their money, trying to get their mineral rights or whatever it was. Westerns or Easterns Indians. Osage. That's nothing. It's kind of in the middle, isn't it? No. I feel like there. Mississippi line. Is it? Is that where? That's the definitions of things. 
Okay, well, you know more about that than I would. Why, Osage. Why would I? Osage. Yeah, that's an eastern tribe, yeah. Southeastern. Boom. Oklahoma. How about that? Alright. Eastern. How about, how about Oklahoma? How about just Indian country in general? Oh, Oklahoma, yeah. That's Indian country shit. Yeah. So Anyway, okay. a bunch of uh, Osage natives were murdered back there between the 1910s and 1930s. Mm-hmm. Still unsolved. <clears throat> Never be solved because white people, white people. But that's still Osage County. Yeah, no, for real. It was. Uh, anyway, so Martin Scorsese just made a fucking film about it. Scorsese with a lot such, of. Such a boss. With a lot of indigenous mm-hmm. actors. That's his game. That's his damn. That's his bread and butter, baby. He damn incorporates the name. And Leonardo peoples. DiCaprio. Peoples being like white peoples and all the Indians and all the other peoples. Yeah, but I like, mean, this is like based on like film, on a true story. Peoples. Yes, he does. He does to a point. How many real Irish immigrants were in gangs in New York? I can't. Count. I'm gonna say four. Definitely not the lead roles though, but like the lead actress in this, hundred percent. Indigenous woman, a lot of real indigenous talent brought into this. A lot of indigenous people like brought to, and this isn't a horror movie. I don't think only that it is actual horror. horror That it's actual horror. um, That actually happens. Scorsese's. Who knows? Scorsese's. That's definitely not it. And I'm putting apostrophes <laughs> between scores, size, and put some. an apostrophe before but movie? every movie? S, the movie? including the first one there. I think then we have it. Um, yeah, Killers yeah, of the Flower Moon. Killer of the Flower Moons. What year was this released? This year. It's at Cannes this year. And the just Canes? got Fuck. And yes. just got like Flower everybody Moon. like up in. Everybody up in their stuff and like standing ovations and 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 multiple and multiple fucking you know indigenous actors standing there in France with other fucking indigenous people and people standing up for indigenous issues that's like really to me that is um really important but I think at the same time I should mention there was a, a small documentary that was done here from Mike's Reservation, uh, which we haven't seen because it only played one day in our town and we couldn't make it out that day, uh, which translated into English is called We Will Speak. So if you see this come up in the town or nearby where you live, it's a documentary about uh, the Eastern Man and Cherokee Indians. And some of our friends are actually in this film. Your friend John's in it. Right. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I did see the damn If, posting, if y'all live seen... in a town and you, you come close enough to get to see that, it'll be in Cherokee syllabary first, and then the translation is we will speak. I haven't seen it. Didn't get a chance to. It's not been released in the format I can see. And the one time it was screened here in town, I couldn't go. 
Um, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff happening, I think, for the indigenous communities across yeah. the board. Yeah, generally. Yeah. I think, and... Thanks, can, Twilight. We're so hot I was going to say thanks, Ty, Taika Waititi. Ah, he's taking care of those damn Pacific goddamn good-looking boys. Their healthy mm. damn looks. He took care of reservation dogs. Those were Pacific Islanders. Ah, that's so cool. And also, he's fucking Maori, whatever. Pacific Islanders. How is that Pac Pacific Islander? Maori? Somalia. New Zealand? New Zealand. I'm pretty sure that's in the Atlantic Ocean. Noted. Fair enough. Alright, um, what... Well, Either we, way, um, I, I really feel like right, How do you feel about the Danzig's uh, fucking uh, movie, Death Rider in the House of Vampires, coming to hopefully a big screen or a big distribution deal? Yes, thank you for wiping my face. That's weird. Interesting. How do you think about that? Um, which part? The part about Danzig's movie. Not the part about wiping your face. That part, no, don't, no, no. I that. was, I was thinking you should like weakened it, like, and then she clean it with my, her face. Man, I love my baby. Yeah, that was Star Boy weekend. Yeah. Oh, weekend. What a boss. No, all right. Let's move to the what next. What do I step. think about Glenn Danzig trying to? Sell his movie to a really did No, he's trying to sell it to a really prestigious film community with kind of high standards, and I'm I'm not sure. Quinn, baby, you know how this works, right? No, oh, they're gonna love. I it. know that now they're he gonna... has a sense of humor about his film, and I'm really glad that that happened after Veronica. Yes, thank you. Really thank glad, you, yeah. and Glenn. Thanks, Pandemic, for that, Please actually. Please believe it, that you would be embarrassed of your fan base if some of us weren't embarrassed for you a little bit. Mm. Uh, and, and your music, too. I, I love your music. I love the songs. But, like, when people say, what are you a little bit embarrassed about? singing aloud to in the car and like with the windows down and like she rides come on because i know all the lyrics i know what i'm what i'm belting out it's a cd and, in and my player I, I know it's there it's, it's there i put it there <laughs> I okay okay lucifuge and how the gods kill don't judge me don't judge me sometimes that's what you goddamn do Sometimes, but at the same time, I know what the lyrics are saying because I'm singing them, and I know I should be embarrassed about that because those lyrics. <laughs> the end. Right. It's like I, I'm singing it's, these lyrics. I, I should be embarrassed about me singing these lyrics. Right. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, a, f uh, a few years ago. <laughs> head slap. Ugh. And uh, palm Keith face. Keith Rosen. Who, uh. if y'all aren't. Um, reading Keith Rawson's novels, and if you're readers, uh, you might be about to, because he actually got picked up by Random House. So, um, Random House, whoop whoop, big money, his, big money, his independent 
Oh, man. Uh, if Glenn was a random house, man. Holy if shit. you haven't read his independent published books, I, I really recommend that too. But also, he's got a new book coming out. Um, also, I'm not sponsored by Keith Rosen. We just went to high school together. And I really friend. like his writing. I um, <laughs> personally, but his books I bought for my wife and she loves them apparently. He's a really good writer. He always has been. Anyway, got a new book coming out in July. I've pre-ordered it. It's called Fever House. One hour 30, Keith Rosen plug. I'm, wow. I won't plug Keith Rosen until the end of the earth because I think he's a really good writer. He's a nice guy too and like an activist and I just appreciate him as a human being. I appreciate that I've known since What's I was like for? all the good stuff. Okay, appreciate it. Anti-fascist, anti-racist, anti-sexist, uh, you know, just devil horns, respect, yeah, drinking that. Straight man. up, straight up. Always been a good fucking stand-up guy who I've known since I was probably like what, 13 or 14? Yeah, man. You tell me, Keith. Um, but he's like your age, though. So we're like never you, in the same grade. Fucking geezer. But no, anyway. we're never in the same grade. Is what I'm saying. But we did like you know, like uh, improv groups together and stuff. Anyway, um, got a new book out, I'm Keith. Coming out, I think it's gonna be out in July, and I hate to wait that long because I've pre-ordered this book because I really just have enjoyed all of his books and all of his short stories that I've read. Actually, since we were kids and these weren't really published, he just had a fanzine that he put around the high school. Yeah. Always, Portland, always. Portlandia, what you can do? Newport. Newportlandia. Newport, Oregon, population Six. smaller than where I live now. Um, actually, I think it's actually bigger than where we live. Like, we live in a 2,500-person place. They've got it's an about ocean. the same size town, though. I'm just saying they've got, I can they've tell got you, the ocean to damn, damn mull over. No, nah, I'm going to tell you it's about the same size town. I could walk from one end to it, one end from to the other. Yeah, how and much time, though? Hour. Oh, fuck. Hour and we, can walk, we can walk across Silver in like 20 minutes, tops. No, Actually, from here 10. to the school? That's almost two hours. Silver. To call to um, it? That's like, that's almost like. Walking across to that point doesn't count. Look, it's about the same size town as what I'm saying. Fair. Without a college there. With just having, like, the tourist industry and a lot of, like, hippies who weren't really happy in California who came to Oregon. Fair. Um, also, um, all y'all halfbacks, fuck off. Don't even come to Silva, man. We hate you. We will fucking eat your children and fucking and burn your cars. Don't come to Silva. I mean, yeah, you, you fucking want to go somewhere. Move to Cashers. Cashers. Don't move to Silva is what I think Mike means to say. You can come to Silva. It's a very lovely town. Come give us some of your tourist dollars. We love that. No, we don't have even great do places. That. No, like Try the Okra Guadalupe's. Right. Check out our library. Our library oh, is pretty oh, boss. Libraries. Actually. Our library is premium. That's probably the best library in the damn whole fucking And damn. they just put out a fucking first month of Pride. A suggested library. book because they always have a suggested books for the month Ooh. shelf Love. all gay books Silva rocking it 
Silva is actually a very, like, queer, positive town. We have drag shows here probably every fucking week. Yeah, at least once probably, a week. And at several venues. Not, there isn't that one venue where, where queer shit happens. It happens at almost all of the nighttime venues, of which there are very few because it's a very small town. But it happens so often. And I just want to shout out my love to my town, my community, for being so fucking awesome and inclusive. You're right. I really, I really am glad that this is where we settled and raised our children. Mm -hmm. And that it is such a cool community. Um, Apparently, d despite like my children's despise of the damn my breweries we've got because we have a ridiculous amount of breweries, like any small town. Any, any not any? not every small town, but like a few of them, like at least a thousand. But small towns with breweries, you know what you are. Like oh yeah, now we're gonna be. The hipsters. Yeah, well, Newport was like that, too. Anyway, what, what yep, me got off the... Bam. Keith's, Nailed it. Keith's uh, book, book coming out. Keith Rosin's new book, titled... Fever House. Kiefer House? Fever. Okay. Kiefer's House. It's gotten some really good reviews, like pre-reviews. From everybody, including NPR. Oh, shit. If you got NPR's damn fucking... Like, the dude on NPR was like, he's been quietly, humbly... And I'm paraphrasing this. I'm not going to get it, like, verbatim. Uh, publishing incredible books on indie labels for many years. Hmm. That's basically what they said about him. Quietly, humbly, I got right. Something else. Incredible might not have been the word. It might have been something actually cooler than that. Hopefully it wasn't incredible. Because no. that would be more insulting. I, I know what words mean, so... <laughs> words. <sighs> anyway, words. yeah. Uh, just remember my first word. Do you? That word means yes in Cherokee, by the way. Yep. Yep. Uh, it actually does. It actually does. It actually... Uh. So, what's the food? Uh, what's the water? I'm a gudule, huh? I'm a gudule, huh? Uh. Yep. And now our heads are spinning because we're speaking in tongues. Whatever. Nope. That's, I, how, the we, that's just, how the podcast works. He just said, I want some water, literally, in Cherokee. That's all you have to do, folks. And it said, I'm yes. A, I'll go do the huh. Or do you want some water? Because the huh. Yeah. I'm a, I'll go do the huh. I'm a, I'll go do the huh. Oh. Uh. Mm. What's the no? I, I'm just never thinking of no. Like, I'm, no. not, I'm not sure I ever learned that. It's just like, yeah, just give me the water. I'll wash my face. I'll wash my hands. I'll just, like, take the water. Uh, I don't care what the water is, but I'll take it. Always. It, it, Always it, take it's the like, water. It's a very short word with, like, an S and an I. Uh, it's not ski. No, it's not ski. It's not ski. That's yes. Uh, that's thank Another, you. Another, like, that's yes. Thank you. That's ski. 
Shkis, thank you. Ski, ski, Thank ski. you, uh, but only in certain parts of the tribe, or in certain... Like, one three, one of think, the three dialects. Yeah, one of the, one dialect. Thank you, that's what I mean. Yep, it's either like us, the damn Western band, or the, that weird hillside dialect, which is, I don't know. Don't know those cats. But, now I'll disrespect them. Unless I'm doing it now, then. Whatever, kids. But, aliens don't care about us. We're dead. We're gone. They're damn diverting this off a fucking weird ass high hard drive they found in a damn dumpster. Can somebody just... Two thousand years later now. It's like, what What the hell is this shit? Some idiot podcaster? Because we found podcasters. Is doing a weird thing because he's native. I'm totally going to play this in the... Probably out. Um, uh, Cherokee word Cla. of the week. Cla, right? TLA is stop, Cla. Stop. Um, on YouTube, I'm giving credit where credit's due. I turned my volume I, down, but I think that when it's TLA, it's Cla. Uh, why don't you play the video? Because I've just given the well, credit to the it. word. Uh, it's on mute. I'm the Special Events Coordinator for Cherokee Nation Cultural Tourism. Welcome to Cherokee Word of the Week. It's probably isn't early. Our Cherokee early. Word of the Week is O-C-O. 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 Nobody O-C-O. says O-C-O. that here. We say show. Be sure to check it for next week's Word of we the Week. We say show. Show. What the? What the? And then... Where, and where is this? Wait, right. what wait, is wait this? hold on. In the other nations that aren't Eastern Band, right? They Osio. say "wado" for "thank you" and "you're welcome." They don't yeah. say "shiao." Nope. And apparently they say "oshio." Oshio. Oshio. Oshio, and that's just really weird to me because really like it, having the S without the H after it is show. It's just show. It's show. Show. Not oshio. Uh-uh. What? Ashta Ush uh-uh. What's this thing? Uh, Good night. Alright, here we go. Cherokee word of the night. The week. Pausing, 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 pausing. Uh oh, visit I Cherokee Nation three years ago. We will acknowledge you. Cherokee word of the night. Good mm-hmm. night from Visit Cherokee Nation. Even know who they are. Where on YouTube? I, um, I, they've I'm got how many followers? Where, got? Uh, back up. Probably. All right, here we got 1.3 fall K followers. Cool. This respect. They got more than us, and I'm not gonna hate it. But also, like, but I'm not understand sure. Understand that this may be a Western band kind of fucking trick. It absolutely is Some because sort of nobody fuckery. here says Oshio. Oshio. O-C-O. O-C-O. And, and, we just and say it, show. No, it, it, it's, we say it's show. fun because language was lost because of colonization. It was modified because of colonization. It and, wasn't entirely and others, lost. Well, not entirely lost, but like pronunciation maybe. Right? Alright, so our listeners, welcome to the Chainsaw Bar. This is your... Cherokee word of the week from Cherokee Nation. Visit Cherokee Nation, who have got more followers than you're actually surrounded by. 
also like understand that not every that there are three Cherokee nations right now and not all of them pronounce the words this way because uh, there's three dialects because colloquialisms let's just put it at that fair enough yeah but this one is a uh, it this is definitely western fucking man yeah because this isn't how we say it here at all nope but here we go Sunny, yeah. Or would be like, like good night. Shut the fuck up. Anytime there's an S, there is an H implied after that S in this dialect. So, uh, mm -hmm. Oshta. There is never an H in the language. Yeah. It's just how the people who stay behind pronounce that. So, Oshta means good. Oshta means good if somebody says. Oshta. Ah. Uh, uh, then you say Oshta. Oshta. Right? I, I do this with my kids still, and I don't speak Cherokee for shit. Mm -hmm. Mike doesn't either, but. Um, nope. No. I learned what I learned when my kids were going to, like, Cherokee school. And, and got a little bit in like preschool and in grade school. And they made my kids speak Cherokee, which I'm really glad about um, because. It's so you the know, reverse of like. It's so the reverse of, of, of like Mike's grandparents like yeah. being. Even my parents. For, forbidden. Yeah. Being forbidden. Even my parents say, so yeah. Like yeah. my mom, my dad say, so yeah, they were damn like, no, don't fucking say that. It, and then my grandparents were like, you fucking say that, we hit you with a fucking stick. That was the difference. Like, we hit you with a stick, you say that shit. And it's like, no, just don't say your that. Just speak English. Your grandparents were hit? No, my grandparents were hit with sticks. Oh, okay. Okay, I thought that they continued. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you said that, that was actually kind of shocking to me. No. Yeah, no, yeah no, your no, grandparents no. were hit with sticks. Yep. Understood. Understood that. Sticks being just a damn fucking ruler and just slap. Oh, think of damn uh, the Blues Brothers. Just no, to I, beat unpleasantly. I and understand that's it. exactly. But it was just that. I'm just talking to my uh, listeners. Thank you, listeners. Listeners. Uh, you've sat with us for an hour and 46 minutes. So, Jesus, I'm, I'm sad that you're getting these hard bits. And this is reality for my uh, family. Okay. This is actually and now we're like kind of, oh, if 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 you're gonna be like hurt about fucking historical trauma, why wouldn't you be hurt by historical trauma if that's your family trauma? Seriously, I don't know. Or about. even if it wasn't, but if it wasn't, and you, you know, there's a lot going on. So much now, right? Right now, Mike, about um, like. 
critical race theory and yep. teaching real American history to American children. I really wish they'd do that because it would be yeah, open but so no, many no, eyes. they're they're so making so many laws to prevent that from happening. This is the problem. They're so afraid. Those white bigot motherfuckers are so scared of people learning the facts, the truths. Like right? It's like. Yeah, this How is a really stolen country. How much of the truth of American country. history did you learn in school? Oh, hardly any. Hardly any. <sighs> it right? was all secondary. He's like, all right, here's a book. And I was like, all right, let's read this chapter. And then that chapter explained a lot because they condensed everything into that chapter. Did you ever learn anything much about American Indian history? <laughs> no, we learned about like where people fought and lost and died. Right, that stuff, but like American Indian history? But generally, it's just where we fought, lost, and died. That's pretty much it, generally. Before that, the world was perfect and everything was damn gold and damn honey. It was great. It was everything perfect. But then the whites, damn goddamn people came in and fucked shit up. The Spanish people came in from the south, fucking raping the Mexicans. Oh, so you and did just wrecking shit. Just raping and wrecking shit. Like, the Spaniards are garbage. Those damn white settlers from up north, they came down here. They're just moving in from the, the big coast. Vikings? No. Yeah. Yeah, that was my mom's people. They just kind of like, we overpowered Wait, babe, you. That, that, they overpowered. <laughs> it's like, yeah, now the Vikings. I, that's the kind Vikings, of it, Yeah, they kind of nailed it. But they also got nailed. Like, all right. And like, yeah, yeah look at them Sven there with his beard. Holy shit. And the Spanish is like, I might stick around here. Because there ain't no war going on here. We're not being attacked. There's a lot of fish. We can salt. Boom. And that's what that comes down to. It's like, in my mom's land, up north in the Wisconsin's Minnesota area, it was like, yeah. the white people just fucking followed the ocean, followed the lake, followed the damn path, and then settled and stopped. And then it was like, what the hell are you doing here? And like, we're just hanging out. And then it was just like they kind of interacted and it was like, I like your beard. I like your boobs. I like that ass. Boom, 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 boom. And then it just wasn't too crazy. Because like, people like to get down. It wasn't total brain. buckshot, but it was just something a little different than this damn Carolina damn Indians here. They're all buckshot as fuck. But up there, what? like, what? from my gather, like, from my, I gather from my mom's peoples, it was just like, yeah, we just integrated them. And they just joined us, because, fuck, they've been on the ocean but for a damn eight months, and now they're here. We got warm hearths, fucking teepees, shit, houses. No, not teepees, I'm just mom's saying, community coming. I'm just Come saying, on. it's let's, like, you let's... got, now stop, stop. I'm just saying, like, you got a mobile home, it's a teepee. You're running around just hunting the damn fucking Mike. shit. Shut the hell up. Just let me talk. You're not... You weren't part of this at all. So you don't know. I'm part of this, so I do know more than you. The end. Bam. Okay. I'm, but I'm, I'm just I'm a... gonna say, like, there was a lot of damn... miscegenation up there in that northern damn Wisconsin area and Minnesota area. With them Vikings. Because they Vikings showed up and they were horny shit. And they were tired. But they knew how to damn make damn metal shit. And you know what? That's what the people up there needed. And they did it. 
And can we, can we pause that a second? No. We're in the middle of it. We're going to finish this up. I have to pee right back. Right, let's wrap it up. Because there isn't anything no, I, really I, beyond I, this that we need to touch there, up There up. is actually no, something no, we need no. to touch up. There's actually no, something we I need. don't need to touch up on. Babe? You think you need to touch up Babe? on, but no. We need to touch up on this a second. Okay? But I need to pee first and maybe have and a if cigarette. You, no, 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 no. No cigarette. No, no, no. All right, and we will pause at 150.24. Yeah, we'll just pause this. And on two and on one. Oh, God, that is so loud. Jesus Christ. We are recording. We did this anyway. little bit of the discussion. Jesus Christ, that's oh, loud. That it, is, looks, it looks it, loud. It Maybe looks it loud. We can adjust it in post-production. But, yeah, there anyway. was this discussion Maddie had with one of the most favored and preachers in Cherokee, like, really one of the most big dudes. Yeah. He was the post office general manager, whatever the hell. He and, gave me free stamps when I was a kid. He's a damn great dude. He would He's always, preacher, like, though. stop and speak to my children in Cherokee at the grocery store. Oh, yeah. And was one of my regular uh, favorite customers at a, at a restaurant I worked at. And what he said to me, because uh, I, I always try to be respectful to tribal elders. Yep. Although he um, was not one, he was one. Because he was white. He was a damn, he was a missionary. But he married, no. he married into it, I think. He looked not white. Oh, yeah, he's white as shit, dude. No, not this, we're not talking about the same person. Uh, the... Cherokee Baptist damn big cove thing yes. there. Yes, he was white. Yeah, he was white. Hey, how, he was a great dude. If he though. wasn't white, he might not have been Cherokee, but he wasn't white. Alright, okay. we're recording again because um this thing is telling me we've got seven jeez, we got seven minutes of recording left. Anyway, dude tells me like I'm not saying thank you right because I'm not saying it the way the Eastern band or the Ketua band um, say thank you. In in Eastern band Cherokee, uh, thank you is shke. Shke. And also every time, like you just heard Mike and I have this like revelation. Every time you have the letter S, you assume the letter H. Is after that. It's never ski. It's ski. It that that's the way we assume the language was spoken. This is a nearly dead language. Um, and but where where they come from it and the uh, the tribes out west of us. How, how they remembered it and tracked it and learned it. And, and that's also very, you know, if you are coming from a place where living language is dying, okay, I wish I could have, like, followed my Celtic ancestors 
through this uh, process of Gaelic. And I know that they are doing it. They're doing it back there, but that's hundreds of years ago for me. Uh, now here, this is for my children in the present. And my children want to know. Mike's grandparents got that robbed from them. Yeah. Boarding schools. Sorry. Boarding schools or I, I think it, more commonly they're calling them residential schools now. It, it's, it's whatever. It's whatever. They're but death whatever. Camps. Death camps. Yeah. You know, I met an old man when I was working at Brio mm -hmm. who went to school with you, Ranny. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. There's a lot of damn... Yeah, there's a lot of that. So sometimes little old Cherokee men will just talk to me. Yep. I'm, I'm a very friendly person. That's a big deal. Being nice counts for a lot of things. People will share a lot more with a nice person than they will with a damn prude or a damn asshole. And it doesn't matter. Uh, so this guy, uh, for whatever this old dude, I was like, oh, at whatever point, like, he was like, well, what, what are you doing here? It's like, well, you know, I live here. I live in Cherokee. Right. Why do you live here? I was like, my husband's from Cherokee. And he goes, ah, hmm. who's your husband? All right. Who's this guy? What's he saying? Hmm. The little old man. Hmm. I really don't even remember who he was. No, what do you say though? That's the important part with the story. Well, what he said when he found out, I said, My husband's Mike Taylor. And he said, Oh, is he one of Freddie's grandchildren? Mm. And I was like, Shit. You call him Betty Freddie. Mm hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was a common weird misconception. Who knows? I don't know. Like, my great, my grandmother's, yeah, Freddie Betty, whatever. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that one. And he yeah. goes, yeah, she was like best friends with my sister. She was best friends with my sister. Mm. And you know, his granny ran away from school every week. She ran away from the residential school every week. Mm -hmm. She did not want to be there. And you gave me a fucking mind to your grandmother. Which is interesting. Yeah, like I've heard the story myself. Yeah. Which is like, yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's so weird. She could not stomach being in 
Crescenton Residential School. That's fair. I love that, though. I love that story. I love everything that your granny ever showed to me. I know your granny wasn't forthcoming with you a lot. No, I but really did not. But you probably weren't forthcoming like, with your asking. But at the same time, it's like, we were boys. We were stupid-ass rebunkers. And old Cherokee woman got no goddamn time for that bullshit. It's like, she's got no time for bullshit. Okay. And that's all that... Okay, like, so you know, you're, you're telling me you, your granny had time for me? Well, she, that, like... Because I would cry. Whatever. But I'm just saying, yeah, go ahead and cry. But, like, we were in our damn 20s and 30s when you met her. The end. Like, mm -hmm. there it is. But, like, when, like, I was growing up, no. Not even close. She was just such a fucking damn... Oh, my God. It's just a... She was a damn... What's the term for a fucking hammer? I don't know. Axe hammer grinding... Nah, just a fucking... She's a total fucking asshole. Such an you asshole. You know, she... But Always she, remembered our kids. She loved our kids. Yeah, our, she, she loved our grand, she loved her grandkids. She loved her grandkids. Nope, no great grandkids. Cause like I could. Yeah, she, like she loved. She didn't. She like thought not much of me, because like me, my brother, my sister. Man, I don't know about how my brother and sister she feel. She did not love your mother. She hated my mom. She did not like that. That's a Cherokee Indian thing. It's like, oh, who's this hoe? And that was that. But I'm taking my boy also away, taking my boy. Say, like Mike's mom is Indian, <laughs> just different tribe. Doesn't matter. It's like, who's this hoe taking my kid? It 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 doesn't matter. But also, like, some of us have to wonder, like. Is your granny gonna hate me because I'm white? Don't think that never happened to me, Mike, because I'm pretty sure I said it to you 100%. You have mentioned this. When I met your grandma? It's thing. I was like, oh hell. Is your grandma racist? Anti white? That's it. Yeah, anti white, racist, yeah, same thing. Anti-white is still racist. I'm just gonna. I will say that for the peoples. Anti-white is still racist. Fuck y'all. Fuck y'all, them Indians. It's like if you, your granny's damn anti-white. She's a racist, but she's got a little bit more damn perspective than you do on like dealing with anti-fucking whiteness. Yeah, yeah. It, they it, were really more. Not sure where we're at here. Uh, we just lost some time. All right, we really need to wrap this up because, like, fix that and then look at my phone. What's this supposed to be? That's your phone, babe. Yes, it's my phone. But yeah, my grandma. Ah, oh, man, she. Hi, uh, I'm she, Johnson. I'm the special events coordinator for Cherokee Nation Cultural Tourism. Welcome to Cherokee Word of the Week. First Cherokee word of the week is O-C-O. O-C-O. Nobody, nobody says that. Turn it down. Turn it down. You're way loud. Because I'm 
sure to check in for next week's word of the week. OCO? What the hell does that even mean? OCO? It means show. It means show? It means show. Yeah. OCO. O before it, and then they fucking <laughs> emphasize and... Oh wait, my god. Wait. You, oh. You did not. Oh. Show. Oh my god. Oh my god. You didn't know. No, I I, I heard it. It was like OCO. I was like, wait. What? 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 Who the hell is this asshole? I was like, I know you're the coordinator of what the hell Western Man bullshit you're fucking selling, but OCO? Come on, man. That It's like. Aluminum okay, versus aluminum. No. Come on. Don't be like that. Please. Don't give me like that because like that's offensive. I'm sorry. I'll that's offensive. OCO. No. Just no. Or no. OCO. If I uh, walked up to you and said OCO, how'd you react? You'd laugh in my face. Like <laughs> You're doing the thing. I goof on your face, okay? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't laugh. <laughs> you just like, yeah, you cover your face and look down because like, OCO, what the shit? Shio. It's just Shio. The O silent. Alright, now we got 22 minutes remaining on our recording. But, we need to wrap this shit the fuck up. Like, I'm just gonna say, my grandma, my listeners, my family, God, she was a fucking asshole. She was a complete bitch to me and my fucking siblings. She did not really what? stop. She did not really like the fact that, like, my mom was our mom. And she kind of looked down on us a little bit. My Uncle John, his kids, she loved them a little bit. But, like, she had, he had an adopted son, and she didn't like him at all. And that kid was cool. And, fuck, man. Like, our cousin, adopted cousin, like, he got some shit. I don't know where he is now, but he had damn, uh, damn Navajo kind of last name. But he's a good skater. And he was a cousin. But, like, we were all in the same boat. Like, goddamn, Grandma sucks. She's fucking an asshole. And, like, I grew up with Grandpa, and then Grandpa died. And I was like, man... I love Grandpa. Grandpa loved me. He showed me how to fish, showed me things, talked to me about dumb shit, about fishing. He's a World War II fucking vet. He fucking stormed the Normandy fucking damn beach. He was a <laughs> Marine Raider. He died at 88. He was a fucking hardcore motherfucker. And he was just like, I love my wife. And I'm just done with life. I got grandkids. Alright, here's how to fish. Here's what you need to do with your life. You need to move on. I'm like, alright, that's relatable. And that's the shit he told me. It's like, he told me shit that was like, you need to do this, you need to do that, you need to not do that, and don't fuck off. And then it's like, I've been through some shit, this is the war, that and that. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, as a kid, it's like, damn, Grandpa, what are you telling me? And then he was just like, this is how the world is. And it was like, holy fuck. That's fucking crazy. But well, it's just like, that's his life. Garbage, that's his life. That's what he told me. It's fucking insane. It seemed insane, but you really, it's just like, 
if you look at the perspective of the world and everything that, like, that human could have endured, oh yeah, that's exactly, exactly what he's explaining. And that's my grandpa. The Marine Raider, fucking World War II vet, Normandy, did some fucking damn... Damn Marine, fucking damn drill sergeanting, retired, came back home, raised a family, was raising a family. I will never stop saying this, Mike. Your grandpa strung the beaches at Normandy at a point when Native Americans were considered prisoners of war. Yep. In America. Full stop, listening audience. Full stop. Yep. Dude was a fucking hero while being treated like a criminal because of his race back home. In all likelihood, yeah. No. In, he was being treated as like a damn servant in the system, probably. It's, it's just... I don't even know. Mike, I don't know how the... Actually, the boys then... The boys are the boys. Like, you're here with us. We're all in this together. Like, I don't think there was a damn hierarchy of them, the grunts. And I, I have... I don't think that was a thing I with the Marines. No, I'm just going to say with the Marines, I don't think there was a hierarchy... I don't think they look down on because he's Native American because like that guy's gonna have to damn drag my ass out of the fucking trenches and I'm gonna drag his ass out of trenches. Yeah, absolutely. But guess what? He probably was. What? I just I know like so many people from so many wars. Where so many ethnic conditions uh, play into it. Mm. True. But you're looking at them the big war. I'm looking at a lot of different wars, babe. No, I'm just looking at the big war I'm that my grandpa at, was in. Well, I mean, and that's good, but... Is it? What I'm... I don't think so. Not good, good, but you know... What I'm saying, like, what I'm saying is, like, oh, that's lying in space. God damn none it. of it is comfortable. No, not for, well, it's completely comfortable for me. Like, my family, we were all comfortable as shit. I don't know, this, you're looking in on something that's uncomfortable. Are you calling to... something comfortable that wasn't comfortable, Mike? Well, I'm just saying it was something experienced. I don't know if it's comfortable, but it was experienced and it was day to day. I don't know where the hell you're going from. But, we are now at 7% according to my Dell Latitude computer. And this is going to be the wrap up of our podcast for this June. Holy shit, what a fucking month we first started with. World War II veterans, fucking damn pride, fucking damn crazy fucking manborgs in a house, Boulay brothers, dragons, drag queens, not dragons, and we didn't even cover fucking Bride of Reanimator, or, yeah, 
actually we did cover Danzig. Such a manzig. But we also cover our goddamn damn Graceland trip, which was fucking a blast. Which was my second trip there because Elvis, baby. And the scores says, sees, says, killers of flower boom. We covered that. We did. No denying. And we have our friend Keith Rosin's books coming out. He's got more books. But this new one's coming out here in the next month or so because he's on fucking Random House. Recording? Jesus. Why would I be saying dumb, crazy shit about facts if I wasn't recording, my love? I'm just requoting, repointing, and facting. Keith Rosin, our boy. Yeah, fucking North. Western dude, book writer, writer. Also, also, in facts, I stand by our writer brethrens. Y'all fucking stand hard. The AI fucking damn shit is bullshit. Yes. Get your monies, get your rights. Get your it's mind. fucking right. You guys are standing right. Our fucking brothers in the Writers Guild. Hopefully yeah. SAG joins you. We are actually like very, very, very union strong here. Oh, totally. Never been in a union, but 100% a pro-union. Pro-union. Right here. Pro-union. Every time you're married, you're in a union. Fuck off. So you better be pro-union, motherfuckers. That's what I'm saying. Pro-union here. Pro-union. Don't cross a picket line. Don't be a scab. Y'all, come on. It's hard, man. It's hard. Come on. It's hard to make a living. And I can't, I can't hate it that, like, the world is fucking hard on you. You gotta do what you gotta do for your family. If it's, like, you got to do something, you gotta do something. But if you can't be a scab, don't be a scab. Don't be a scab, babe. But, fuck, life's okay. hard. But, our writers' union, Chainsaw Bar, is with you. And, out. And. Oh my god. Shit, writers' union. Can't wait for the shows to fucking dry up. Because then you guys go back to real fucking movies. You writers no. need to chill out and fucking make some maze. Yo, can Good horror I, wait, movies. Wait, can I say... Oh, I have a fun horror... Hit it, hit it, hit it. Alright, go. Do I? You said you had something fun horror. When I was a little kid. 2014. Give me a drink. <laughs> when... 2014. Fuck you, eat a dick, and die. Um, oh, sure. uh, no, 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 when no, no. I was a doing? kid... What are you doing? What are you doing? Oh, no, 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 no. You said you had seven minutes. No, no. That's not going. That thing said we had fucking seven minutes. God damn it. God fucking... It is what it is. Alright, so we've had like 40 fucking minutes of just chilling out and fucking damn soul-searching and fucking argumentativeness. But... We're wrapping this shit up. The damn internet. The, no, no, no. The power cord wrapped us up. And that's the end of the podcast. I'm 
looking at the list. We didn't cover one thing, but whatever. And actually, that's it. We thank you for listening to episode 68, which is probably like 78 or some shit. But uh, all the listeners, I'm going to try getting on a better schedule. I'll try to not get as drunk and argumentative, but I can't promise anything. We'll have Gene on next episode because he's been moving from his apartment to another house and he's been busy as shit this week. He tried calling me, but then, nah, there's like five or ten minutes before the podcast began, so I don't know, Gene's busy. We both got work tomorrow, we do the same job. It is what it is. Life is good. There ain't no problems other than just the life problems of life. I'm trying to figure out what to make for dinner. And just, eh, do I fucking buy cigarettes? Do I buy booze? Or do I just go home and just drink a beer? I don't know. Yeah, life is weird. Y'all, we thank you for listening. This has been this week's episode of Chainsaw Bar. It's Pride Month, so uh, wear some purple, and don't be a judgmental prick, or asshole, or dick, or something, or the C word that we will not use, but the fact is, it's Pride Month, be respectful of every people, because everyone's everyone, and they're doing their shit, and life is fucking hard as shit. And that is what I got to say about that. Man. Because the gay people are the gay people. The straight people are the straight people. And generally they work good together. Because everyone, when they're not a hater, is fucking having a good time. Because we can joke and laugh and have a great time together. We can bounce off each other dumb shit. Man. If you're a hater, you've got to hate. And there's a damn deep black seed. And you're an asshole. And I don't know how you get rid of it. It's on you. You got damn expunge that black seed. Because this world is fucking the same thing everywhere. Like, the world is, like, big in Japan. is big in fucking Tulsa. It's as big as in damn Dorfador. Doofenstort. Or as much as damn Kazakhstan. It's about the same big, but we're all people, and we're stuck in this dirt ball. We have a limited time, so don't be a dickhead. Don't be mean to people. Just smile, laugh, move on. Don't be an asshole to your fellow person, and that's all I can advise you. Also, tip your servers, wash your hands. Wear a mask if you want to because pollen season is fucking me up because now that I'm fucking 40-something eight, I picked up allergies. Thanks, COVID. I picked, I hit COVID. Like, yeah, you guys heard I got COVID. Now I've got allergies. Probably not related, but possibly related. Allergies, man. Feels like I need to cough all the time. My doctor, who I thought I was having a heart attack, said, no, you just got a tight chest. And that's the diagnosis, tight chest. But the fact is, I cough all the time. 
when I'm working outdoors, which I do, inhaling whatever. Allergies are the worst. I've picked up them allergy medicine. Someone said get the 12-hour rapid relief allergy thing. I didn't find it where I was going. But the 24-hour allergy relief from Aliversen, the blue boxy thing, it seems to them relieve the coughiness a bit. I'll say that. So that blue box, 24-hour blue liquid pill thing, it seems to work a little bit for me. That doesn't mean it will work for you. Doesn't mean that's a medical diagnosis. But allergies suck. And it just makes you want to cough. Like 24-7, just cough. Once you get inside and you're in an enclosed space, it's loosened, lessened, but coughing sucks. Your chest hurts, feels like you're having a heart attack. And it's garbage. But that's all we got for this week. We have watched a lot of shit this week. And it's been awesome. House 2, check it out. Manborg, fucking buy yourself a fucking hard copy of that. Put it in your permanent collection. We watched the Chainsaw Bar... The Chainsaw... Er, Chainsaw Awards from Fangoria. And they were fantastic. Check them out on Shudder. We watched the Boulay Brothers is damn halfway to Halloween a month late. And eh, we're less than a month away from Halloween. So that's a win. And we're in the middle of the damn warm season. Fuck winter. We're in the middle of the warm season. Fuck, so warm, so nice. Maddie's getting up. Too warm. Yeah, yeah, she's walking away. Uh, da, 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 da. Check out Scorsese's Killers of Flower Moon, because apparently it's good. And Keith Rosin's new book coming out. Check it out. Pick up pre copy, because you'll enjoy it. Otherwise, check out Keith Rosin's earlier books. Fucking uh, something of the tide and uh. Mercy of the tide. And something else. Uh, mercy of the tide. Um. Um. Jesus. I'm thinking the other character, but no. The give me the hit, the Keith Rosen thing. Something killer burn house something. <clears throat> I almost see the picture of the cover. It's like light brown, dark light brown, but it's like, it's a damn something. Keith Rosen. Check him out. He's good. He's a solid damn, I'm saying six. Probably five, because fucking writing is garbage. Writer's garbage. But five is my high bar for chainsaws and writing books that we have to read. But Keith Rosen, yeah, his new book. Um, house. Yeah, there you go. House. What? Fever House. Fever House. Check it out. Pre-order it on Amazon and Random House eventually. And he's made it at West 
Northwestern fucking motherfucker. Good deal. So that's my plug for Keith Rosen. I don't read any of his books. Maddie reads his books. And apparently they're great. I can't wait for the actual movie adaptations. Because then I'll be checking them out 24-7. But until then, this has been The Chainsaw Bar. The Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Mike. Maddie is here, passing out on the damn table. <laughs> Flipping me off. Brandy was a fine girl, and she fucked us up. But, it's been a good day. Nothing bad's happened. Eastern men, Cherokee Indians, we got our checks. So, a lot of damn dumb TVs bought, bought today. And, like, my home insurance and them mortgage payments pay, so it's a good day to be an Indian. I'm looking towards the moon and thinking, <laughs> hell yeah. So, I gotta go back to work tomorrow. This has been the Chainsaw Bar. We love you. Our Leinster, Dim Ireland listener, you're our most consistent person. Cheers. Everybody else in the damn demographics, y'all check us out when you got time. Um, if you got time to check out them, uh, Death and Desserts, our friends podcast, check that shit out. That shit's fucking way more consistent than this garbage. And damn, take care of your fellow man. Don't be a dickhead. Wear your mask if you want to, because pollen's garbage. Seriously, I'm about to go back to wearing a mask because pollen is fucking me up. And you know what? Wash your hands. Because people fucking don't wash your hands when they walk out of the bathroom. And be nice. And also, um, eat some greens. Because greens are good. That's about all I got. This is ridiculous. We love you here at the Chainsaw Bar. We thank you for being a listener. God damn. This is like almost like two hours and 30 minutes long. But you know what? It's premium. And... I'm pretty sure you've got your laundry folded at this point. Pretty sure you've washed your dishes. Pretty sure, like, that long drive from that city to that city is about over. And you know what? Thanks for listening. And there she goes, slapping the damn vinyl thingies, closing the window. Middle fingers up. Thank you for listening. We are the Chainsaw Bar. The Horror Podcast. We thank you for listening. Y'all take care of yourselves. Cheers. It's been a fucking good show. And that's all I got for tonight. No idea what's happening there. But y'all, thanks for listening. But hopefully this will be edited and uh, released here on... Uh, it's June 6th now, so hopefully today's... Y'all can roast my ass for not doing it properly or doing something. But it's June 6, 2023. Post-apocalyptic COVID world. What a world, what a world. I'm melting. We love you. Boat drinks and cheers. That's all we got for this week. We are the Chainsaw Bar. Y'all take care of each other. And we'll do another show next week or two.
<laughs> Cheers. Love you. Alright. Night. And we're stopping. Stop button, stop button, stop button. There we go. Alright, there's it is. Much love. We are the Horror Podcast. And, god damn, this is rambling as shit. Fuck. Must be the brandy. But, good night. Good morning. Salute. Cheers. And, take care of each other. Watch out for your fellow man the best you can. Be nice. Wash your hands. And social distance because people still spit when they talk, man. I spit when I'm talking. It's gross. But that's all I got. Y'all take care. I'm trying to round this up to 2.30, but, yeah. In editing, actually, I probably won't edit this all except for the nice sound. <clears throat> Good night. Much love. It is 12.22. Holy crap, it's late. Later. We love you. Nope, nothing else. Three, two, one. Vroom. Much love. Good night. We'll see you next. We'll. Nope. See here now. You'll hear us next episode. Good night. Good day. Dunction. All that shit. Bye bye. And three, two. One ding.